Hi, and welcome back to Chocolate Disaster. I'm Chorpsway. And I'm Jordan. Yeah, so... As soon as he entered our lives, Future Friend is gone once again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really unfortunate, but he was uh, hired out by a Japanese spy team to steal all the anime from Spain, and was caught and arrested, and now he's doing life in prison in Spain, and they've shut down the anime ambassador program, meaning Jordan has more time to spend here with you guys and with me. Mostly with me. I'm so lonely. Where the people already believe in anime and they don't have to be convinced. Right, like exactly. In Spain. I can't believe it. An anime wasteland. <laughs> but yeah, so Jordan's back. I'm back. And we're hot off the t- uh, we're hot off the heels of E3. Once again, anime is snubbed at E3, and the only anime video game they show is the South Park one. What? That's not anime. Please don't sully the good name of anime like that. <laughs> You're right, I'm sorry. <laughs> that joke was too far. Yeah, it was. Shame on you. You should be the one going to anime prison, not future Oh, friend. no! Oh, I'll, I've paid my dues to anime. Yeah. They announced the Berserk game. Oh, A3. yeah, you're right. And they gave the worst possible trailer wow, for it. Wow, they sure did. That didn't, it had no muso. No. It had no guts. It had no skeletons. Nope. Uh, it had no boats. Nope. Uh, I'm all out of things from Berserk. It didn't have hamburgers? I remember that from that picture. Doesn't have any elves. Right. All it had was a lady being molested by tentacles. No elves or high elves, but I can tell you someone was really high at E3. Ugh. E3. Uh, Anyways. Anyway. What we're actually here to talk about... Uh-huh. ...is the next upcoming anime season, Summer 2016. Yeah. We're getting cool for the summer over here at Choco Disaster LLC. Isn't that what and we called the episode last year? Maybe? I'd have to go check. Okay. But either way, it's time for the summer season, so it's time to unfurl your beach umbrellas, uh, plop open your chairs, and get ready to watch anime in your swim trunks. Yeah, that sounds great. And all of that, you do all of that inside. Right. I mean, don't go outside. The sun's terrible. Yeah, agreed. But uh, before we talk about all that, I think it's important that we discuss some news. And there was a lot of news. I had to curate a lot of this down. Yeah. So, since we talked about Berserk already, uh-huh. in some hot Berserk news, it is returning as of... Probably when this comes out, it will already have started, but it's going to be a monthly series for real this time, we swear. I don't believe it. Um, so, uh, it has been announced that Berserk is going to be released June 24th for the first, that first month. That's soon. Yes, very soon. And then, apparently it's supposed to be resumed for at least the summer? <laughs> oh, what an achievement. So for, for th- three whole months, it will be released monthly. Uh. At which point it will return to being an irregular uh, release. It's a berserk miracle. Thank God. Because <laughs> they tried to do this last summer, too. Yeah, that was the last time. But did. then as soon as the anime was announced, it went on hiatus again. <laughs> 
Is Berserk ever gonna end? No. Is this the Duke Nukem Forever of, <laughs> of manga? Well, no, it's more like the... Uh, I don't know, like the Samurai Jack of manga. Oh, you're right. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's happening. Yeah. Great. Uh, new, new anime series premieres a week after that. So if you really like Berserk, happy summer. Yep. Because <laughs> this is the only time that. it's gonna matter. Oh, <laughs> uh, other general uh release announcements, just things that I had picked up. So Amazon is really pushing. I guess because Amazon Video only recently came to Japan, from what I understand. Uh huh. So this is like the so this whole thing has been like a big push to get people to like subscribe for that. Yeah. Because they picked up, um. Baby Steps, that tennis uh manga, they have a live action of that coming to Amazon exclusively. Okay. They have a new Ultraman. Oh. Uh Common Rider is continuing on. And uh they have a couple other like uh I guess like uh not rom com, but like a like oh sitcom. That's right. That's the other word. Uh okay. but sitcom coming yeah. to Amazon Prime exclusively. And they're also planning to show them outside of Japan as well. All right. So everything Amazon Japan gets for its Prime service seems to also be going out into the other, like, five territories that Amazon works in. That's nice and convenient. I like that. Yeah, as well as a number of documentaries, which might be interesting depending on which ones they pick, but they just said that documentaries are going to start popping up there as well. But, like, Japanese documentaries. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. I'm interested to see how that turns out because Amazon Prime in the other territories hasn't really handled anything with, that has to deal with like subtitling or translation. So this is kind of a weird growth phase for I think all of Amazon. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it handles it and how that turns out as things continue on. But it's interesting to just see how big that's, uh, that's getting. I guess. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because this is kind of the first time where we're going to have a global company that has the rights to a show in its original territory and overseas. Yeah, and like exclusive yeah. too. Like these are all exclusives, so it's it, it's a weird thing, but I'm interested to see how it turns out for Wait, Amazon. Wait, so these shows aren't going to be on TV either? Some of them are on TV, some of them are streaming exclusive. Wow. Is the Common Rider show on TV? Uh, that I don't know. I don't know about Common Rider. I think Baby Steps is going to be on TV. Okay. I'm not sure about the Common Rider one. All right. Cabinary definitely aired on TV because it got delayed thanks to the earthquakes. Yeah. But there are there are a lot more shows starting to be str- like web only. Like the first two seasons of uh, Sailor Moon Crystal were web only. Yeah. I cannot imagine that being. Uh, maybe I don't remember if I said this last time, but I can't imagine that being. Uh, a, a business venture that will give you a proper return of in, in, investment? Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. Speaking of Amazon stuff and return on investments, <laughs> Cabinary of the Iron Fortress, yes, aka Attack on Titan Code Geass, got an MMORPG specifically in China. Huh. But... Um, China is also one of the bigger, uh, Asian countries in, uh, specifically to handle, like, um, censorship 
with anything that they might consider like inappropriate for children on it, like children, like violence and stuff. Yeah. So the anime has already been banned. Okay. Oh, huh. But they're getting the MMO. And they're the only ones getting the MMO. That seems to be the case. Okay. Not even Korea or anything? Yeah, I don't... Maybe that'll expand later. Okay. But it's it's just weird because, like, Attack on Titan and things of that ilk all have been banned in China, but this is the only place that they're getting the game, which well, is weird. Maybe there's just no blood in it. Maybe, I guess, depending on the, the contents of the game, because it's always been, like, the blood and sort of gore of those sorts of shows that got yeah. it, and also, like, uh, fan service stuff. Okay. Uh, well, I, I could hazard a guess that maybe it's being developed in China, and they're just releasing it there first, and then once translation is done, it might come over to Japan or something. Yeah, I guess it, it, this might be, like, a, a period sort of thing, like, they figure out if it's, you know, making money or not. Yeah. Or they use this as, like, oh, we'll wait and see if there are any bugs and then fix them and then release it in Japan. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, the bad news. Oh, no. Bad news. We're gonna, we're gonna sandwich the bad news in so we can get over it. Uh, Super Lover's got a second season. No. Yeah. I had to actually think about what that was at first, because I <laughs> thought then, you were talking about oh, High School no. Love Defense Club. No, we already know that got a second yeah. season. Yeah. No, we're talking about Super Lover's. Which is really unfortunate. Yeah, that sucks a lot. Uh, well, <laughs> but good news. Okay. Um, Capcom has announced its first like big anime venture. Uh huh. With uh Monster Rider or Monster Hunter Stories. Oh, that's not. I was hoping for something a bit more interesting. No, it's it's uh it's that JRPG version of Monster Hunter. Yeah. And, in fact, it's apparently, like, such a big deal that Fuji TV has, like, literally, like, dedicated an hour-long slot uh, on weekend mornings specifically for this new anime. Okay. So it'll be, like, it'll have, like, pre- and post-shows or something? I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure, but, like, they specifically dedicated this time slot, which is the first time they've done it in, like, ye in, like tens of years, to a yeah, new well, anime slot. Well, Monster Hunter is a big deal, so it makes yeah. sense. And um, David Pro is actually working on it for the anime studio. Oh, yeah, it's 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 so they have um they have the dude from World Trigger directing it at David Pro. Okay. Uh, the writer is the one for My Love Story, okay. the one who did handles the scripts. All right. And then we have Outlaw Star, uh, cre the uh creator designer handling art and stuff. So that's like a, a super team of people that are okay. Yeah, this is a super. This is a sort of super team for this particular type of show. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I wouldn't have expected of all of the like monster hunter things to take off to be the like side RPG thing they're doing. Well, that's probably. I assume that's just because that's the easiest to make into a proper narrative because there's not yeah. a lot in normal monster hunter games that you could really turn into a story. Yeah, and I guess it's easier to market it in a way. Maybe. Like the with the designs being a lot more kiddish and kind of colorful and like predefined sort of characters, it's not quite as open as Monster Hunter is. Yeah. And maybe you wouldn't have like, you know, five episodes of guys fighting the same monster <laughs> over and over to grind for materials. Yeah. And like running around the battlefield naked. <laughs> I mean, that sounds pretty cool, but 
I don't know how marketable that is. Yeah. Well, at least they'll probably look better than that Mega Man cartoon. Yeah, probably. And maybe if it works out for them, we'll finally get the Strider anime we deserve. Yeah, no, we're, well, I mean, we're getting that live action. I mean, that's, that's like a, that's like an anime. Is there, what? I thought we talked about this last time. No, that's Shinobi, that's Sega. You're right, I don't know the difference between those things. Uh, Shinobi is white, Strider is purple. That's right. Yeah. Strider doesn't have the, Strider's the one in the MVC. Yes. That's right. He's the one with the really fast sword. Mm-hmm. And he can cling to the side of the, the screen. Yep. And he has the satellites. So some other news. Okay. Uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, That's not new. As of the recording of this, uh, we ha- recently we had the Let's Go Get Italian Food episode, right? Yeah. This yeah. is apparently, like, taken off in sort of a big way. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> specifically this episode. First of all, uh, there's there's been an Italian restaurant popular in Japan that served a three-course meal based on that episode as, like, a special for a while. Uh-huh. And second, uh, the popular corn snack uh, food thing, Umaibo, has decided to do a crossover with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where they just shove Okuyasu's dumb eating faces onto <laughs> the packaging for beef tongue flavored uh corn snacks. Man, if I was And technically it's 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 called Mibo because that's <laughs> the sound you make when you think something's really tasty. If I were in charge of marketing food, I don't think I would market it using the episode of an anime where a guy cries so hard about the food he eats that his eyes dry out. <laughs> <laughs> and his or where explodes. he eats lamb chops so good that his stomach explodes. Yeah. But hey, I don't live in Japan. I don't know what they want from their food thing. <laughs> their food things are so weird because they also did JoJo's coffee <laughs> for uh, part three. They did coffee for the four main group in Stardust Crusaders and also Dio. Okay. But what kind of coffee did they all like? Hashtag play to this quiz, find out what JoJo's character and coffee you are. <laughs> uh, as you could expect, Dio's is black like his soul. Oh, I figured Jotaro would be black because he's so fucking boring. <laughs> Damn. I don't know what Georgia Emerald Mountain coffee is, but that's that's the flavor uh, for <laughs> for Jotaro okay. and Joseph. But yeah, so that's that's that. Man, JoJo's blows up in a big way. It, yeah, it does. But why this especially? I don't know. It's it's weird that the anime like popped up its popularity so much in Japan as well. Yeah, because they know. They already know. Yeah, they, know they know JoJo's. They Joe know. You're right. It's like Bono's. What? Oh, what? If you say so. <laughs> so. Uh, they're doing that, um, Ring vs. Grudge movie Oh, I am so excited for this movie, you don't even know. Are you, like, legitimately excited? I am. Have you heard the premise for this movie? Have I told uh, you about this? I haven't, but just a sec, because I remember you saying that, um, the, that you got mad because American Horror takes so much off of The Grudge. Yeah. But you think, but do you think the grudge on its own is good then? Uh, no, no, I think the grudge is not good. Okay, so continue on why you're excited about this. Uh, well, the premise is basically a bunch of kids go out to an old haunted house, where which is being haunted by the grudge, and while they're there, they watch a haunted videotape, which is being haunted by Sadako. 
Um, and then Sadako and the girl from the Grudge, whose name I don't remember, Kayako. Kayako. They have to. They have to duke it out to see who gets to haunt these kids. Oh, that owns. Yeah, right. This is like Freddy versus Jason, but cool. Yeah, exactly. At least in premise. And I hope the ring. Because Freddy versus Jason, they just decided to fight for no reason, right? Um, no, they fight because. Uh, Freddy tricked Jason into escaping from hell by pretending to be his mother. And oh. Jason's big mad about that. Okay. Alright. Yeah. So, talk about that. They did that baseball thing. What? Is this still about the ring versus yes. the grudge? Okay. So they did a promo thing where they had Sadako from the ring do the first pitch oh, I heard about at a this. baseball game, and then they had Kayako do the batting against it. And now they're even being used for promos for the Tokyo Metropolitan Police. <laughs> Great. To try to scare um, people who use uh, drugs to stop doing that, because it's not illegal. Like, there are a number of psychoactive substances in Japan that aren't technically illegal but are bad. Huh. And the police are using this okay. while they, do, since they don't really have the legal action to be able to stop that to try to scare people into not doing it. So through like scare tactics of like, oh, you're going to get the fucking wrecked by these people if you don't stop using drugs. If you do these drugs, you're going to see girls coming out of your television. Yeah, it, it it's like, it's a, it's a metaphor because the shadow of drugs creeps towards you and once you fall into the well, you can't get up. Oh, damn. Well. It's messed up. But also, um, the, the, the grudge thing, they did a Hello Kitty thing. Uh-huh. They, uh, were in a horse race. <laughs> what? This is so good. No, this whole thing is amazing. But yeah, they had the Hello Kitty people draw Hello Kitty versions of the characters, so they're oh, all really cute. That's great. Um, yeah, they, they, that, it was that weird, web horse riding game they had a version of uh the two characters in there good and they also did a photo shoot where the two characters were just on like people with horse head masks on <laughs> this whole thing rules yeah in a way i'm they, so glad they did a bunch of commercials for theater etiquette like not using your phone and stuff <laughs> and uh what's this last one here they just like Oh, right, they made, like, cup companions, those little things that are supposed to hang on your glass. Yeah. As you drink them. Right. They made those for them. Oh, I want one of those. This whole thing rules, and I hope the movie's good. I, me too. At this point. And especially because they're remaking the American Ring 2, and that's probably going to be bad. So I need something related to oh, the yeah, Ring that's going to be good. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Did, wait, didn't they already have a Ring 2 in English? I thought they had a Ring yes. sequel. But this yeah, is a different one. This is a remake. No, apparently it's still it's still a sequel. So it's the Ring Three, but it's called Rings. Oh, okay. The Ring is a beautiful little little like pocket, uh, pop culture thing. Just because there's so much weird stuff going on with like how they made the first Japanese movie and its sequel side to side, but then the sequel was really bad, so they made a proper sequel, and then all the books. All the book sequels are nothing like the first. It's great. I love the ring. <laughs> oh. uh, moving on. So this is a thing I didn't know about, but apparently has been going on for a number of years, which is the low-income animator dorm project, 
which basically it seems like this nonprofit has rented out a like six room like portion of like a an apartment yeah specifically to house new animators because uh animation is uh terrible in terms of pay did you see that article that was like anime eyes are becoming so complex yes that... i was gonna bring that up too okay that it, it, anime eyes are at the point where everyone wants to draw them so specific that it takes hours to finish them yeah now i feel bad for talking so glowing glowingly about um haruchika look those eyes are really good they though. were but people probably died for them yeah that, i mean the issue is they're paid per frame yeah and like two dollars per mm-hmm so it's really tough to live on that. So they've opened up this like dorm basically for new animators to live. Yeah. And they just then they're running an Indiegogo, I think still now. And by the time this is going, I think it'll still be going. Okay. But they're planning to expand uh by two more rooms in their dorm. All right. This whole thing has been crowdfunded previously and it's like they're asking for $10,000 in total because uh each animator can be housed for like two fifty a month, including utilities and everything. Okay. So, I think that's a really neat idea. I'm really glad that that exists. Yeah, it's, as like a yeah. way to try to open up the field more for new people. Because I think another issue as well with that is like anime hasn't fully moved on to like web based stuff, so they can't do like tablets and stuff. It's all still like paper in a lot of ways yeah and i think that also hurts it because like i know one punch man was done entirely with a lot of new web animators and all of it was done via tablet yeah like that was a big step forward but that still hasn't reached a point where it's like the common thing so wait how is that related to what this article is about exactly because uh because I feel like there are a lot more new animators coming into this with technological skill. Okay. Like, their own tablets and stuff, and they can move that sort of thing faster. It's a lot faster to do things on a computer. Right. Okay. But the way they're asked is usually through, via actual paper, they have to draw these things. And then they can get the frames out faster so they can make more money. Right. Okay. I think that... I can't be positive that that's true, but I be- that seems reasonable enough in my mind that this is a thing. Yeah. But still, it's nice that this exists. I'm glad that there is a... Audience is not the right word. But a, a this is a thing... A group of willing Samaritans. Yeah, a group of willing Samaritans helping to move anime forward. Yeah. Because a number of the people who have housed in this area have gone on to do, like, big things. Okay. Like, there are, um... There are people who went on to do, like, Psychopass and Cabinary. Like, um, uh, a couple of the anime this season have come out with uh, people who have been in this dorm. And the people who are, like, collaborating to make this nonprofit are pretty big-name animators. People on, like, the Tatami Galaxy or Gachamon crowds. All right. Like, some pretty big names are putting their money in to try and help support these new animators. And I think... Maybe a fresh perspective with animators might help improve the medium. That's lovely. Like, considering yeah. how, from an outsider perspective, uh, anime, the anime industry seems so insular, insular a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, it, it's good that there's something like this to sort of help people get in the door. Yeah, I I think this is a opening to maybe seeing an improvement in... 
I mean, it's a small thing. It's very small. They can only house eight people. Yeah. But if this sort of thing starts to become more popular, if this can start to produce animators on big projects that are, you know, like, show significant promise, you know, it's it's nice. Maybe we can finally move anime towards a point where it's more than barely self-sustainable. Right. Maybe it can be moderately self-sustainable. That would be great. I love it. And then I have this up because occasionally we like to talk business here. Uh, yeah, that's us. Uh, but uh, this this one's really quick. It's just like uh, TV Tokyo's most profitable anime for the last fiscal year. I want you to guess the top five. Okay. TV Tokyo is just a channel, right? Right. Is this but like... they handle a lot of the big name. Okay anime um, so if you want do you want a list of those then no and we can cut it out okay uh is uh just think of the most profitable series you can and this is across video games anime oh manga. okay okay uh this is franchise stuff okay idol master no i don't think tv tokyo handles those okay well then i'm out of ideas <laughs> push it more towards uh child oriented Okay, um, child-oriented, uh, Pokemon? Uh, yep, All it's right. right up there. Uh, is Hamtaro still a thing? No, I think Hamtaro's done. Okay. And has been done for that's a while. That's a shame. Uh, <laughs> what's another thing that's going on with the kids? Uh, Battle Vanguard? No. Uh, Joker? What are the kids like these days? Joker? No. Uh, well, yeah, that probably wasn't that big. Um. Because that's a spinoff of... Uh, Detective Conan. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. Um, to, uh, what's it called? Damn it. Uh, Future Card Buddy Fight? Nope. I don't know what kids Damn watch. Damn shame, but no. Well, tell me then. Number one, in terms of just sales. Yeah. Got Naruto. Oh. Yokai Watch. Oh, oh, how could I forget Yokai Watch, of course. Gintama. Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. Pokemon. Okay, Pokemon's on number five. Yeah. That's weird. In terms of gross profits, though, it's at number three, and Yokai Watch takes the lead. Okay. But yeah, it's like, that's not a super surprising list, but it's interesting just seeing, like, oh, they made a lot. Like, I think over that last fiscal year, they made, uh, uh, $100 million or something. Wow. Like a 75% increase from last year. Jeez. It's, it's crazy. It is. Like, 14 billion yen out of all of their franchises and these are the top ones it's easy to forget that yokai watch it's, is like way popular in japan yeah it's it's it was like a surprise hit too because i feel like level five always tries to make big franchise things and never quite succeeds remember white knight chronicles yes that came out. remember uh inazuma 11 you know inazuma 11 did all right but it nothing yeah. has hit the zeitgeist quite like that yeah. Because and... weren't they working on, like, something called, like, Ega and the Snackland or something? Oh, yeah. That, that, like, nothing's really come out of it. Like, I think that movie g got released, but I don't think I've seen anything else. I completely forgot about that. I didn't even know that movie came out. I think it came out last season. Wow. Or, yeah, it came out, I think, it was, or at least it was supposed to come out in the winter. Huh. I don't know if it actually did. Because well, I remember I was I'm going through the movies and off. I saw that and I was like... Level level five, did, did that ever happen? Because I don't even think they announced a studio for it. Yeah, I don't know. 
It's weird. Well, it's weird. I'm glad Yokai Watch is raking in the big bucks, so they get to make Nino Kuni too. Right. Thank goodness. Yeah. Make something good. Yeah, that's the only reason I care because Yokai Watch doesn't do it for me. I think this we should save that for another time on the podcast because now, okay, it's been a while. We were talking a lot, but now it's time to talk even more. Wow, about the anime we're watching. This we're season. treading new ground among podcasts by talking That's right. a lot. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> Most podcasts are just people like reading a book <laughs> and just going, "Oh wait, is this a, is this on? <laughs> is my mic on?" I don't know how this industry, the podcast industry, stays afloat. Like yeah, this. I don't get it. It's time to step it up. So, first up, real quick, we're going to talk about the two shows we're continuing into this season with. Yeah. Because usually we don't announce that and we forget to talk about them later. Oh, do we? So we're doing this to remind ourselves to talk about this. Remind you to remind us. Right. So first off, continue on with JoJo's. Yeah. Because it's still good. It's still pretty good. And this is getting into the better parts. The yeah. beginning of this next season is going to be the first part where Rohan pops up. Oh, sweet. I mean, that guy's cool. He's, oh, he's that's right. Fun. You know, They uh, they announced that they're going to be animating some of the side stories for Rohan, too. Oh, is that... Oh, like the cover stuff? Like, not the... Like, like um, it's not this particular one, but like, Rohan visits the Louvre in France. Like, that sort of side story huh. stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Okay. But they're, they're doing some of that for OVA stuff, apparently. That's cool. And both of us are watching that, and then I'm still watching Macross Delta because I love a trash. I say that, no, Macross Delta is like a fine series, but it is definitely like trashier than the perception I get from other Macross. Yeah. But it's like a fun time that occasionally like gets a little too far into like being too goofy or too serious, but it's, it's, a, it's a charming show. Does it ever get too, like, does it ever go too heavy on the pandering? Uh, not for any significant period of time. Like, it'll just be, like, one weird shot, and then it'll move on. Okay. It, it it definitely has its moments, though. Well, it could be worse, so... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it likes to focus a lot more on the space battles when that happens. Yeah. Well, that may, I mean, that makes sense. Um, yeah. But just looking at, like, I can barely see the corner of the key art, because my, uh, like, the list is blocking it for me right now. Uh-huh. And it looks, based on that, it looks like it could be Beyblade or something. <laughs> Oh, man. That makes me sad. That reminds me that Beyblade Burst never got picked up by anyone. Yeah. What the heck? Maybe f- 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 who do the anime nowadays? Adult Swim? Maybe they'll get it <laughs> at some point. Because, like, uh, Crunchyroll has all the other ones. I would have expected them to pick that up. Yeah. Ah, well. So, let's start talking about our A tier. These are the things we're really excited for. You know what yeah, we're really excited are... for this season? Getting hit. Sports. Yeah. This is a pretty sports-heavy season. And, like, sports has always been, like, a big thing in anime, especially baseball. Yeah. But it feels like this one, with the with the total of, like... It's got four or five things that are related to sports or sports-like activities. Yeah. So it's just like a... Huh. This is a big season for that. But I guess summer might also be part of that, since summer is when everyone's out and they can play the sports. But if you're going to play the sports, then why would you need to watch them? So you think that those big sports anime would be a winner, because that's when people are all sitting inside bummed out that they can't throw the ball around. So first up... Uh-huh. ...is Battery. Battery. Battery, which we should say ahead of time, is a Amazon exclusive. Oh, damn it. 
Yes. It is it is Amazon exclusive, so sorry about that, yep. Jordan. But that's how that's that's how things go some because it's on the it's on the block that's exclusive to Amazon. Oh, okay. Well I guess just like the baseball world, it's a cutthroat business out there with anime. Yeah. So Battery uh, is a baseball series that is it seems a lot more serious. It than is serious, what yeah. you see what you see out of your average sports show. Yeah. Like a lot of them are kind of goofy. This one seems a lot more heavy on kind of the dramatics of high school and learning to play baseball with others. Yeah. Like it's definitely trying to tell more of like a, a serious story. Yeah, I wouldn't say this one is meant for children. This one definitely seems for an older audience. Yeah. Like not not to like say anything bad about that type of sports show, but this seems a little more nuanced, I guess. Sure. Well, I mean, not based on just the subject matter, which sounds like Prince of Tennis, but with baseball. It, yeah, it's basically just like, this pitcher's really good and he's frustrated that no one else can kind of keep up with him, so he wants to give up. Yeah, but it's better and, than that. Yeah, and he moves to sort of a backwater city where he finds someone who can handle what he does and revitalizes his energy for the sport. Yeah. But, like, looking at it, it look, looks really nice. It does, and yeah. The, and the anime studio handling it is, I think, just a no-name. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. I've never heard of Zero-G before. No. No, they, yeah, I think they haven't done anything since before this. So this is, like, this is their big opener. And it looks really good. It looks, yeah, I, I, I was watching the preview earlier. And it's, it's one of those weird things where... It looks weird and stilted until you really look at it and realize it looks like that because every frame has heavy movement on it. Yeah, it's there's definitely a lot of uh, work being put into these. Yeah, like every there's a lot going on every frame, and that's cool. Yeah, uh, and I don't know what uh, like Studio Zero G is like an offshoot of, but whatever it is, they picked like some really big people, or, you know, it looks like they picked some really top-tier people to handle it. I'm really excited yeah. to see how they handle, like, the actual motion of a baseball game, uh-huh. because a lot of the shots don't have any of the actual playing to it. Well, maybe they'll do the same thing that uh, that Haikyuu did, where it's just, while the action is happening, they'll just show gears instead. <laughs> but this this definitely feels like, um, what's the other big baseball one that this reminds me of? Uh, big Windup. I've never seen that. Or Ufuri, um, which kind of has a similar tone, a little bit goofier on its end as far as like art style, but it definitely gives off that same tone of like, it's supposed to be more of a dramatic story about these kids finding themselves. Yeah. And I think it's, it looks, it just looks good. I'm, I'm excited for it. You know, I'm looking now and it looks like these guys have actually done a lot before. Like they've been around for a long time. Hmm. We're talking like, well, not super long, but we're talking Pokemon movies long. Oh, yeah, they wow. they worked on Pokemon movies. They worked on MD Geist, uh, never as like the main company, it seems, but always like right. in between animation, production, design. Okay, yeah, it's be interesting to see then. Yeah, what they do now that they're at a ahead. It really does look like this might be their first big project ever. All right, cool, cool. Uh, on the completely other end of the spectrum, yeah. Days. Days. Uh, Days looks a lot goofier it is, than yeah. what we just talked about. And it's like, 
in a in a charming way. Like the action is still there because they show a lot of soccer in that PV. Mm-hmm. Like there's definitely a lot of action to it, but also like they all have that goofy anime hair to them. Like the whole thing, and it and all of the like style looks much like your Ice Shield Twenty Ones or something more of that ilk. Where yeah. it's, it's definitely going to be uh personality driven in like the. Not slapstick, but kind of humor sort of way. Yeah, and I was going to bring this up, but even the description on um, on live chart mentions that the main character is like just kind of an underdog with a lot of passion, and you know. I mean, that's that's your that's your prototypical sort of sports story. Yeah, oh, God, I hate looking at the sport anime. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, right. We'll talk <laughs> about that in a bit. Oh, but yeah. So it's. It it seems it, it seems like it'll be fun. It like it gave me the same vibe that Inozuma Eleven did before they announced that that was just like bullshit magic soccer. <laughs> yeah, like just these like weird kind of goofy characters all hanging out and they just love to play soccer. Yeah, it's definitely it's got much more of a like wide variety of uh, like not over the top but exaggerated characters personalities. Yeah, yeah. So that should be interesting to see. Yep. And our last big sports one that we're excited for mm-hmm. is Chirdanchi. Yeah. Um, and Chirdanchi, when it first came out, a little a little wavery on my end, especially because this is the sort of thing that could easily be like a really bad comedy thing of, oh, d- dudes do cheer. Why boys aren't allowed to do that. And that's one of those things that like immediately was like, mm. Mm. but looking at the the preview and everything, it looks it looks good. Um, it does. It definitely, it definitely feels like, cause I, I was also worried it would be kind of like, it would almost like treat the cheer as like a, a side thing and just be kind of like the, you know, the, the daily lives of high school boys, but also there's cheer sometimes. But it seems like it falls more under the, like, I'm trying to think of another show that has the same sort of balance that I'm trying to describe. I guess like, sort of sound euphonium or like love live i guess where it's it is a major part of why the characters interact and it's still a big thing that drives them yeah it's not a background element i mean i wouldn't mind either way uh but i guess i would be less interested if it went that way okay but also i appreciate that this is a a show that is about cheer and treats it seriously and also is willing to like they totally just have a fat character. They do. And, like, the, I mean, I guess part of that point is, I mean, like, you don't have to be, you know, thin to be good at cheer. You just have to be able to do the athletics because that's a big thing in, like, you just have to be kind of strong. You don't have to be thin or svelte to be able to do these sorts of movements. Right. And if the cheer looks anything like it does in the preview, it's like, it seems very rotoscoped, very much like, based on people actually doing these moves, so it's going to be more natural. It does look very good. Uh, the, like, the preview was very convincing, visually. Yeah, I, I was worried about it again, like, as I made this list, but as I rewatched the preview, it's like, this has a lot of potential. And I think yeah. the only real worry is that this is, of all the sports anime, the most that could go the route of, like, a cute, high-earth defense club love. Uh, Maybe? I don't know about that. Of all the three, I think it has the most potential to turn into sort of like, or I guess more of a Prince of Stride sort of thing. It could definitely turn into Prince of Stride, Because I yeah. think that's what we were talking about before, is like, 
that of all of them, I think, has the most potential to sort of, like, SU its good elements for, like, bad gags. Yeah, but I think even, like, as as far as, like, as bad as this uh, concept could have possibly been, uh, turning into a Prince of Stride, like, that being the worst it could possibly be is still pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be bad, but it could be the most disappointing the most in that bad. way. Yeah, sure. And also, uh, boy howdy, does one of those kids just have the worst fashion sense, and is he a disaster? You, you show me that picture of the guy wearing socks and sandals and, like, in cargo shorts? It's socks and sandals, it's striped cargo shorts, uh. and this disgusting, like, <laughs> lime green shirt with a squirrel on uh, it. Please don't fashion shame him, he's already having a hard enough time. I'm going to fashion shame the heck out of him. Uh. Ugh. But that's, like, his character trait is that he's just, like, really shitty at that. <laughs> Which, I mean, what a great depending on trait. how you play that, that's a funny gimmick or that's, like, an unfunny thing that pops up, not, you know. And I'll I'll probably take it either way. Well, I like the idea of um, anime's trait of characters constantly popping up in different outfit outfits being applied to bad outfits for a change. Yeah, and you know what? Hopefully he has more than just that one outfit. I like, I really hope he wears Crocs. On his hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on his no, head. but okay, so that's Chirdanchi. That's yeah. our sports uh that's our sports block for now. Yeah. And then the final show that both of us are watching from this tier. Breakthrough that blockade. Is ninety one days. Yeah. Ninety one days is we're both putting our, our uh our weight behind this original anime project this season. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a lot of potential. Yeah. It is, uh, it's a mafia story set during the Prohibition era in America. And I think the way that that could be handled can go in a lot of directions. And I think the, we've only gotten like a 15 second preview of it, but it seems to have a very distinct style to it that benefits that sort of setup. You know, I want to, like, last season... The original anime that we both put our weight behind, or I did at least. Was... You put your weight behind more, but yeah, the, the the original anime of that season was Mayuiga, The Lost Village, which ended up being a complete disaster. We'll talk about that later, but yes, yes. I mean later as in another. But podcast. I mean, we've already talked about that. It's bad, and it doesn't get better. Spoilers. Right. Um, but I think just based on the short uh, PV they had for this, it already looks. Um, I can get more of a complete impression of the show based on this than I could out of the two Mayoiga PVs they put out. Yeah, because there's a there's a very distinct tone yeah. to how it handles 91 Days. And it just mm-hmm. it's just like a it's like a revenge story a la, you know, any sort of like mafia thriller. Yeah. Uh so what I want to know is is the director or the writer or is anyone really important on this in-house or did they bring out, out bring in outside people? Give me a second. Okay. So the director of 91 Days has worked on projects like uh Kimi no Todoke. Okay. Uh Welcome to the NHK. Um Hozuki no Reitatsu. So there's a decent like track record there and the person handling the series composition handled the adaptations of um, Erased, Mm -hmm. of um, Haikyuu, all of Haikyuu, Joker game, uh, Maji, like there's, they they have some experience behind them. 
The studio basically has only done uh, Durarara. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. But not original Durarara, only... X2. Second season Durarara. Yeah. Well, I hear that one's better? And for some reason, they're also handling the newest Natsume Yujensho series, which I think means they're an offshoot of Brainspace. Oh, well... Because I think Brainspace handled both of those originally for the rest of that run. I mean, hey, that's pretty... There's worse things to be an offshoot of. Yeah, it was just... It was. It's just... Huh, yeah, I don't know. That is surprising. So there's that. Excited for that. I hope it's gonna be good. Yeah. Hashtag support original I, anime. Yeah, support original anime, and hopefully this one. Yeah. Hopefully support this one. Don't support it if it's bad, though. It's okay. If it's bad, you can just yeah. not watch it. Uh, these next two on the very interested list are just me. Okay. And you had them lower on the list. But uh, I am interested in Mob Psycho 100. Yes. Because it is by uh, one popular author of popular series One Punch Man. Yep. And I don't know basically anything about Mob Psycho 100. Okay. Besides that. It's about a dude who has some kind of magic powers and talks to a weird, like, poopy-looking ghost. <laughs> but I think that's just the style in which he draws. Yeah. Because uh, Bones is um is going very accurate to one's style for their adaptation. Yeah, because Mob Psycho 100 isn't like One Punch Man, which at one point, like, started getting redrawn by a better artist. It's still, it's just the original webcomic by one. But one has gotten better at drawing since his original One Punch Man stuff. Sure. He's not good, mind you. Or he's not, like, what we can tra traditionally call good. But he has gotten better. Yeah, he knows how to compose a shot. And that's the He knows how to compose part. a shot, and the characters are distinct. Which yeah. I think is a real issue beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you look back at One Punch Man, like, you can't tell those characters are supposed to be who they are. No, no, yeah, that's true. And this one, at least, like, the characters look distinct enough that even in black and white, you could probably tell the difference, at least by how their hair is designed. Yeah. And the fact that one of them is a weird, poopy green ghost. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I really don't know anything about it, so I'm excited to see what else he's done, because from what I understand, Mob Psycho 100 is at least still good. Yeah. Even if it's not maybe as good as One Punch Man, like, the dude isn't a one-trick pony. No. Uh I'm excited to see how that turns out. I've seen a lot of people say good things about Mob Psycho 100, as in better than One Punch Man. Uh, but I've read it, and it I didn't like it very much. So that's why I decided to just not watch it, unless I hear really good things about this too. But then I read really good things about the comic too, and I didn't like that either. So who knows, maybe I just won't watch it at all. Though, here's the thing though, is are they I mean, are, are they comparing it to the One Punch Man everyone knows, or the One Punch Man that came out from him? Uh, uh, it was to the manga, I think. Uh, maybe to the redrawn one? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, because, like, I feel like there's a certain comparison you expect there in terms of quality that maybe is being lost, and maybe those people are specifically reading one's version of One Punch Man. Maybe. But I'm I'm still excited to see how this turns out. Yeah. Because, like, the PV looked good, because Bones, Bones does good work. They do good stuff, yeah. I, I like them. As being able to make something good out of one's artwork is commendable, I think. Exactly. It's not like the Ice Shield 21 guy who makes every, you know, makes a manga look like an anime storyboard, but... <laughs> yeah. You know. That's how it goes. 
And so the last one on this list that I'm looking into and excited for is uh, Sweetness and Lightning, or Amama to Inazuma. Yeah. Which it just seems to be the story of a single father who wants to help raise his daughter and teach her how to cook. Yep. But he's also bad at cooking. <laughs> so he... He's a teacher, and so he, uh, like, asks one of his students to help come to his house and just, like, cook. And it's, it's like, it doesn't seem like it's going to be weird or have romance elements to it. It's just going to be mostly about this, you know, this single father family trying to figure out how to, you know, take care of his child and stuff. Yeah. It's and like- I think that's, that, that like, it feels like it's going to be one of those big feel-good hits. Yeah. I thought, but you said you weren't gonna watch it. I was considering it at first, but I've already got a lot of shows, and mm-hmm. I'm that's fair. So I think this one, it, it it's it comes just shy of capturing my interest enough for me to add it to the list, and also the art style puts is puts me off a little. Uh, the way the daughter is drawn, especially, but. Huh. I mean, guess just because it's very cutesy? Yeah, it's like overly cutesy. It, it looks like a weird, uh, like, swap out the hair and give her a different skin color and she could be like a uh, a mascot character in a different show. Uh, I can sort of see that. It it seems very goofy, a la, like, the, the little girl from Barakamon. Yeah, well, mm, I, I think it's a lot worse. It's it's the hair, I think. The hair okay. is too bouncy and round. I like that hair, though. It's it's not bad hair. Um, I don't know. There's just something about it. And I think the other two characters, too, they look just kind of like uh, just a little off from like a normal anime face. And that makes them look strange to me. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. But I hope it's good. I hope so, too. Looks like it could be fun. The lady's eating a sandwich in the preview That's picture? a big sandwich. Oh, that is a big sandwich. It looks good, though. Yeah, it does. Love a sandwich. So, quick aside, what's your favorite type of sando? Um, I don't, I like to keep things simple. I'm not the kind of person who enjoys a meal that's like a cornucopia of things. Okay. So I like myself just a, a good old fashioned peanut butter and jelly sando. Okay. That's good, man. All right, I can dig that. What about you? I like a patty melt. Hmm. Good stuff. I know you're a you're a veggie man, so am, that yes. doesn't come across the same way. But I, the thing about it is the way that they do like the bread uh-huh. is they they do it sort of like you would for like a grilled cheese, where you put a, put butter on both sides and kind of grill it, right? And that's the kind of that's the shit that I'm way into. That sounds good. I can I mean, hey, yeah. like even though I'm a vegetarian, I can still appreciate that. Yeah, I'm that specific part of it, not the meats part. Yeah, I like a good I like some good toasty buns. Yeah. <laughs> I know what other food I'm way into. Well, tell me as soon as we announce that we're going into the sorta interested our B tier list. Yes. Uh, what food are you into? Well, not oranges actually. I'm not. I only I only like them uh, juiced. But either way, this next anime is called Orange. Yeah. yeah. And we're both watching this. Yes. Orange is weird. Orange is I weird. Think. It looks weird. The anime not so much, but the manga looks weird. The anime looks fun. Yeah. It looks well done. It, yeah, it does. The weir- when I say it looks weird, I mean the premise versus the PV. Yeah. Because it promises a sci-fi story. Basically, um, this girl receives a letter from herself 11 years in the future. Yeah. Which basically says, 
you need to keep an eye on this new transfer student coming into your school. And that's all that's left as a warning. Yeah. So clearly there's something up with him. Either he's going to be like a, you know, a savior that they need, or he's going to be the cataclysm that causes whatever horrible thing happens in the future. But the entire PV is very slice of life, doesn't play into any of the like sci-fi elements. Yeah. So I don't know if this is like a super low sort of sci-fi story where basically the only sci-fi part is she got a letter from the future or how deep this sort of thing goes. I've only read a little bit of the manga and it seems like there's other stuff in there, but none of like it... Like sci-fi stuff. Yeah, but none of it goes more... Um, or I guess none of it get, gets less, I guess, sort of floaty and... None of it get, gets more hard sci-fi than getting a letter from the future. It's all, okay. it's all pretty light stuff, I think. But maybe okay. maybe it gets more sci-fi-y later on. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, though. I yeah. think it it has a potential to it. And I've heard a lot of people say good things about the manga. I've, so. Yeah, I've heard a lot of positive impression, impressions about the manga, too. So I don't know what to think based on the all the stuff they've given us so far. I'm excited to see what it does. Yeah, I really want to see. Uh, it, looks, it, it looks really nice, and I think that's the most important part to me. And the premise is cool, too. Yeah, but it definitely does look nice. Yeah, and that's a good combination of things to have, even though that does still mean that it could be bad. Yeah, I mean... Even the nicest-looking thing can be garbage. Yeah. I mean, have you seen half of Madhouse's output? Whoa. Come on, I mean, man. look, like they did High School of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing. But, like, uh, speaking of things that look good but might be bad, uh-huh. I'm on you. What's this again? Hold on. Amanchu is the scuba diving one. Oh, yeah. Amanchu does not look as nice as something like Orange, if we're just doing that kind of comparison. Yeah. That the particular author of this story is very into, like, kind of gross cheapies as a comedy element. Uh, yeah, And you is. see a lot of that pop up in the PV. Yeah. Like, these weird Muppety sort of, like animation stuff. Yeah, and the faces in general look with something... Uh, look Not like, bad? No, but they look like the middle step and when someone, like, draws anime faces more and more exaggerated to the yeah, point of being Yeah, co- like comical. the eyes in particular. Yeah, they look a little strange. But it looks like uh, another kind of fun, lighthearted sort of series. Yeah. That's just about a club of people who want to learn how to scuba dive. And I, I mean, that's... That, that's a subject that rarely gets touched in anime, and I would never go scuba diving because I'm way too scared of the ocean to do that. But it's a, a, a good subject, I think. I think, as far as it is, like that is a subject that hasn't been breached before, and there are things to be done with it. Yeah, totally. Like it'll probably be a lot. It looks like it does a good blend as well of like school antics and actually scuba diving. Yeah, scuba antics. Even if they're just scuba diving in the school pool to get used to it, like there's. There's a there's a tone to it that I think is captured well from the previews and stuff. Yeah. And like there it definitely looks like it's got its goofy elements to it like some of them have like scuba diving gear that makes them look like a monkey or a cappa <laughs> or things like that. But it also feels like it has a very charming like sweetness to it. Yeah. I wonder how, actually how like overwhelming the comedy is going to be because I haven't actually taken a look at the manga or anything and I wonder if that's going to be like if it's mostly a comedy, or if it's just like there are jokes that are all just happen to be really goofy. I think it's probably that. Yeah, 
because if I remember correctly from the writer of the original, like they've done this sort of thing before too, where it's it's definitely like dramatic, sort of like cutesy slice of light, and also they have kind of a goofy a goofy sense of humor to them. Yeah, you know what else? Not did that, that the humor is the late. What? Uh, of all things, the code geese manga, geass. Oh, really? Yeah, it, they took out the mechs, huh. which is a good change, and then they put in, like, a lot of weird, silly chibi gags. That's weird. And you know what? It's better for it. Read the code geass manga. It's pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, it seems like this one, I think, is going to focus a lot more on not that type of comedy. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's that's definitely, like, a, a make-or-break sort of thing. Like, that sort of comedy is going to decide whether or not this show is good. Yeah, it, it's it's the kind of thing that can get overwhelming. Like, uh, what, what's it called? Yuri? Yuri Yuri? Yuri Yuri? Yuri? Yeah, that, that's the kind of show that goes for that kind of comedy, like, all the time. And that, that's fine, mm. but that that makes it a hard watch for that's me. Not the, that's not the thing for, I think, either of us. No. So we'll see. I'm excited. I'm I'm hesitantly excited for it though. Yeah. All right. And then next up, I think is all just shows one of us is watching. Uh, yes. All right. So first up on this list, Honda Kun. Honda Kun. Honda Kun is a prequel to Barakamon. Yeah. Uh, done by the same author, so it's not like a weird case of like someone taking it up. It's not like a weird which... Boruto situation. Yeah. Man, Boruto's bad. Oh, but is yeah, it? It's, it's... Oh my god, the art is so bad. You can tell it's by people who just do cleanup. But it's like, we're, because Naruto has never had great art either. Oh, it's bad. Oh, that's a shame. It's, it's worse. Damn. But, uh, Honda Kun by the same author, and it's, it is about the main character, say Honda, before he became a, a calligrapher as like an art, you know, an artist. Yeah. It's him in like high school, and the main concept is that Everyone is, like, in awe of him. Yeah. They're kind of, like, a little intimidated by him because he's such a... Like, his calligraphy is really good. Mm Mm-hmm. And he sees that through his eyes as people just, like, hating him. Yeah. And that's the entire, like, setup for this show. All right. Which, I mean, is sort of like a a subversion of what Barakamon was because he was so full of himself in that. Yeah. And here we see sort of pre him getting that, like, ego to him, which could be interesting. And I think the Brockmon author in general, like, if the anime is, um, if the anime of Brockmon was, like, representative of that style, I think they have a good blend of what, how to do comedy and also handle sort of, like, genuine character moments. Yeah. I mean, that's what the original show did, too, or series. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. It's yeah. Like, and I feel like if this is just more of basically Barakamon in a different setting, yeah, like the same sort of style of writing, I'm excited for it. Okay. But I can't tell because it's such a distinctive setting from what Barakamon was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I really liked Barakamon when I watched it, but I don't know if I need any more of that. I think I got I guess, my film. Yeah, I guess that's also a thing to think of. Because, like, I don't remember if it was you I was talking to or not, but, like, Erased is getting a, a sequel manga. Yep. Like a, a an epilogue. And is that really necessary? No. That's like, what could the you opposite. do with an epilogue to that story? Yeah. Doesn't need that. And so I guess this is sort of the, is this, 
is this something that's going to come off as like, oh, this was my biggest thing and I need something else to go along with it? Or is this going to be like, I had a genuine idea for something new with this character? That it definitely doesn't come across as the latter. And I think it still could be fine because, you know, it's made by a good author and it's a, a, it's an okay core idea for a story. But yeah. And I mean, like, not, I mean, we don't know too much about it besides that. It's like based on a four coma, which has had its up and downs before. Yeah. Like, um, Nozaki kun mm-hmm. handled that really well. Yeah. And a number of others just happened. Yeah. Like, that's a very specific type of setup gag humor that might not translate well, but I'm, I'm giving it a shot. Well, Nozaki kun had a lot of, uh, gags that extended over multiple pages too. I don't know it's if Honda kun has that. It's true, so we don't know, but yeah. I'm I'm willing to bite the bullet on that one. Alright. Next up. Speaking of bullets. It's D Gray. Are there bullets? Uh yeah, all the all the um Akuma have guns, remember? Oh you're right. Yeah. But I thought they shot like uh magic. Well mm-hmm. it's say the same difference. Energy bullets. Energy bullets. So D Gray Man Hallow. D Gray Man Hallow. D Gray Man's back and they're gonna they're, they're gonna do some more of it. Because the they've done D Gray Man before. Uh, the same the same company TMS. It has been almost two. It, I think to the season. It has been ten years since the original D Gray Man aired. Oh, jeez! Wow. Um, and it's I I like D or I used to like D Gray Man a lot. I don't like it as much anymore. But there's still some of that appreciation. Like going back to it, or like what it's done since that anime. Going back, to, uh, both actually, I think. Um, it go, the what, what I've read isn't as good, and I think D. Grayman definitely lost its edge at a certain point. Okay. And I think that, you know, but it's still all right. I think as far as and I think one thing is, it looks a lot better than the original did because it's been ten years since then. Yeah, and also because this time they're only doing twelve episodes instead of it being an ongoing show, or like thirteen. Yeah. But yeah, like because the. The the manga proper went on like hiatus for a long time, didn't it? Yeah, for like four years, I think. Maybe and now it's five. a quarterly thing. Now it's quarterly because the uh, the author had had like an injury and couldn't draw very much anymore. And I guess she still can't, and that's why it has to be on such a slow schedule. Okay. Yeah. And I think, and I, I mean, I think if this, I don't know how it's going to be handled because it's just weird seeing that like a big. Shonen thing only gets 13 episodes? I mean, D. Grayman isn't that big anymore. There was a while where it, it had a lot of hype behind it, and I think it carried that hype for a decent amount of time. But even before... For the two years it aired? Uh, no, but even when the manga was around, uh, I think even before okay. it started going on hiatus, that hype started dying down. But there is still... Okay. There, there is still a sense of that. Maybe that's just nostalgia, or maybe it, it really is that people genuinely think that this show is worthwhile, that the series is worthwhile, because otherwise it wouldn't be coming back with a, with a new season ten years later. Yeah, and I know that it is, I, th- I think, the second most anticipated anime on the Japanese side. Wow, is that right? For the season. Huh. And, and that's with both uh, male and female votes. Uh, being put in. I think it is the second most anticipated anime for this season. That's surprising, but hey. So there's there's still some audience out there, and maybe what they'll do is they'll just do 13 episode blocks as like enough content is made. Yeah, that makes sense, because they are going to start catching up to the manga fairly quickly at any rate. Yeah, so it 
and I guess, in a way, maybe that's the best way to handle it so they don't have the issue of your typical shonen filler. Yeah, definitely. Because even the original series had some filler, even though I don't think it ever needed to. It had, like, a whole season, like, I think about 10 episodes, 12 episodes of filler. Yeah, I've been trying to watch through it, and, like, first of all, it's hard because half of it just doesn't exist online legally. Yeah. Funimation only has the first 50 episodes. Like, exactly half. But you don't, yeah, but you can definitely see that there's a lot of, like, filler episodes that they pop in there. Yeah, there's tiny filler sections, but there's also a block of filler at one point. Okay. But, like, with Deer and Hallow, maybe it's just better that they, they just do it in a block. as like, we have enough content, let's do this block. And if it's popular enough, they keep doing that. Yeah, like IQ. Because IQ does that. Um, I feel like Natsume Yujinsho has done that, and that's been, like, a big thing that's just popped up every couple years or so with a new season. Yeah. Like, I think there are shows that benefit from that, because it's much preferable to the, like, Naruto, One Piece, Bleach sort of angle where they have to just shove, like, you know, tens of episodes of filler in because they just run out of stuff. Or just destroy the pace like they're doing with One Piece now. Right. Yeah. Well, One Piece is destroyed for a lot of reasons, but, it's like, they have to do the manga at the same time as the anime. Like, they're literally being written side by side. Yeah. And that's bad. Um, and D. Greyman's good, so... I hope it, I hope it stays good. <laughs> yeah, here's open. Yeah, if this was if they were doing another ongoing series, I probably wouldn't be watching this. But twelve episodes of D Gray Man, I could I could muster the strength for that. And maybe this will revitalize an interest in it. Uh, Just probably it, not. But maybe, maybe. We'll see. or maybe it'll like keep your interest enough that if they did another one, you go okay. Maybe maybe this maybe seeing it all in motion will bring it home. Yeah, because like the PV is nice, but there's not a lot a ton of like motion to it. Oh, I just meant, like, going It's hard to tell anime. what's going to be happening with it. Also, I don't yeah. get half of what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will, eventually, don't worry. A lot has changed in between, where am I? I yeah. just finished the Ari Stark Rory's arc. Yeah. It's, um, Alan gets a sword <laughs> and, a, and an earring. Yeah, I, I saw that sword, and his hair's different. Yeah, he gets a... He he's gets, got, like, a cape. He's got a cape. He gets a different, he gets a different jacket. This blonde guy's here? He's there. A lot happens. Do you think they're gonna finally just make his name Alistair Crowley? Do you think they're gonna fix that? No, I just think that's not a Ten thing years? they do. I think okay. it's just Arister Crowley. That's the official... They just, they just keep that? Yeah, because otherwise they might have to get... Otherwise they might get in trouble with the Crowley estate? Oh, maybe. Mark. What about Tiki Mike, though? Oh, yeah. Um, Tiki Mike. Are they gonna keep his name all weird? Yeah, probably, because that's part that's part of his style. That's the essence. Of, it's part uh, of his canon. That's now. the essence of Taiki Mick. <laughs> oh, next up on my list, we're gonna do a chunk of things that only I'm watching. Yeah, because I ordered these really well. Rewrite. Um, I'll be pretty quick about this. Rewrite is one of the few key visual novels that did not get an English translation in any form, fan or otherwise. Okay. So, like, Clan Ad. And, um, yeah, like, Clan Ad got a fan translation and eventually got an official one. But it didn't, ha didn't yeah. for a long time. Yeah. So, Rewrite has just never seen a translation at all. Okay. So, this is my exposure to this story. And I like... He has a very specific sort of writing to it that I find at least charming. Okay. So I want to give this story a shot, even though it's not by the author I'm more familiar with. 
who also who I think for in a lot of ways has moved on to doing anime writing because he's done Angel Beats and Charlotte now. Okay, yeah. But seeing this animated, it's also like they took in a lot of criticism of the the visual novel where like certain characters didn't get enough inter you know um, stuff to them or the main character was too bland and they're trying to fix that for the anime. That's good. So maybe this is the best way to experience it. Yeah, maybe. Because I think with Clanet as well, a lot of people say because the visual novel's so long and there are so many character arcs, the anime might be the best way to watch it because it is able to condense that and get rid of a lot of the fluff on the, you know, as far as yeah. the visual novel stuff goes. So I'm interested in that. Okay. That, that, that's going to be interesting to look but at. But isn't this the show where a 26-year-old lady gets put into a 15-year-old body and then dates a 15-year-old No, we're boy? getting to that later. Okay. This is a different thing. That's what it read like to it, me. I'm going to spoil it. You're thinking of Relife. You know what? You might be that's right. A different, that's a different thing. Relife you're is the thing you're, you're thinking You're absolutely of. right. Yeah. Okay. And we'll get to that later. All right. Uh, next up is Fukijin no Mononokian, which is... It's a it's a school slice of life story, but the difference is this guy is being haunted by a, a yokai, and basically he goes to visit the like the equivalent of like an occult club, uh-huh. where someone who handles these yokai is, and he's kind of an asshole, but he's still willing to like you know hang out with this dude and try to help him with his yokai troubles because suddenly yokai just like appear to him constantly. That's a bother. Yeah, and so it's basically just like the uh the guy, the the club leader is like trying to help these mononokes, these like spirits pass on to the next world. And so him and this unlucky dude just kind of go around and kind of deal with their problems, which that's a fine enough uh like story, I guess, or like uh plot angle. Yeah. For me to be interested in how it handles it. It's weird because it's it's obvious that all of the Mononokes are done in 3D, but they are stylized to a degree where it would be hard to tell until they're in motion. Yeah, for uh, watching the PV, for some of them I actually didn't even notice. Yeah, like some of it is hard to tell, and some of them it's like, it's only obvious because they move in a way that isn't traditional. Yeah. But I like that concept, like, um, I keep bringing it up, but like Natsume Yujinsho is a really good similar sort of setup for that. Yeah. And while this one feels a lot more comedic, and it's definitely going to be playing with a lot kind of like goofier elements to it and a lot more of the supernatural, uh, I I want to try it out. Uh, I hear that the the manga is very funny, which, I mean, that's that's always good to hear going into an a- adaptation. Yeah. But I, I'm interested to see how it turns out. Okay. I, I looked at this... You said you looked at it, and I think at one point you were like, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah, I was going to watch it at one point, but then more shows started getting announced that looked better to me. There are so many shows. There are so many shows this season. I was compiling this list earlier, and I was getting tired just typing out names. Yeah, like, I, like I'm like i watching a lot, but only because, like last season, I had a huge B list that I decided to watch through. Uh-huh. And was pleasantly surprised by a lot of the shows that I wouldn't have watched otherwise. Good. Because I had dropped other things. Yeah. So I'm kind of biting that bullet early this time and just saying I'm going to watch like 14 things <laughs> with the ex- expectation that some of these things will eventually just be dropped. Yeah. I mean, I would hope. 
And so I assume that you have your own, like, B list of things, like, if they drop, you might look into something else. Yeah, I do. And this is, this was one of them, but I'm not so sure anymore after watching the preview, because about half okay. of it was, like, loud screaming as comedy, uh, which is just like an- But I feel like you you can pick out the wrong things to show in a preview. Yeah, sure. But that was a lot. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, I get, I get why that might not be something to look into. Yeah, and I was already not s- super into it, so like after seeing that, I'm like, all right, I'll wait to see what other people have okay. to say about it. So next up uh, on my list of things I'm gonna watch, uh, Love Live Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love Live, the original one, was disappointing in a number of ways, but mostly uh, via forced trauma. Okay, which is like a a big problem with these sorts of shows. Yeah. And this show uh, could easily just be the exact same thing. But they're at the beach. And that's like... Yeah, but they're in, they're at a, you know, like an oceanside city. So there's also more chances for that to play into it. Which probably means there's going to be even more beach episodes. But Should have called it Love Live Eternal Summer. Damn, you're right, though. And then they had the crossover. Oh. But, um, I mean... That would be weird because they're roughly the same age, but the Love Live characters are all, like, way more stylistically drawn, so they would be all short, yeah. and that would be weird. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it it very much reads like it, they just, like, rebooted the same plot with new characters. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the originals, like, uh, the school's shutting down, so they need to start an idol club, basically. Yeah. This one reads, like, more or less the exact same thing. They... One of the characters learns about the group from the original Love Live anime. Oh. And decide to start an idol group in order to stop the school from closing down. Why are so many schools closing down? Like, note for note, it is the exact same. It looks uh, like the note? characters all have... What? Nah, you got it. Nah. Yep, but... Yeah, my buddy. Oh, good. Oh, anime of the season. But, uh, no, um, it, it feels like a lot of the characters play similar roles. Who's the Nico? Uh, the, it's, her name's Ruby, and she talks in, like, a baby voice. Oh, I was gonna hope that you were gonna say there's no Nico. No, there's always a Nico. Damn Nico it. is, like, a Nico, unfortunately, pulls in a lot of fans. Um, and you know what, if you like Nico, I'm not going to judge you, I just don't think Nico's a good character. Oh, okay. Other people don't get judged if they like Nico, but if I pick Maki on the Love Life phone game... <laughs> I'm suddenly bad taste. Look, I told you you picked one. the seventh best idol. Uh, <laughs> oh, Maki's all right. I'm, Terps I don't Terps actually might judge pretend you. to have an affable attitude when he's on the mic, but let me tell you, behind the screen, he is an anime tyrant. <laughs> yeah, that's what I am. I don't care who you choose, Jordan. I'm pretty sure I chose Maki the first time too. I was young and impressionable. Uh-huh. No, but it's like, I don't, I honestly, like, in a lot of, in a lot of things like this, I just don't care. Okay. I, I, and I'm scared that Ruby is going to be even more of, like, a pandering sort of thing, though, because of the weird baby speak thing that she does. But the other characters, I feel like, have, I guess, more personality to them than maybe the originals did. Okay. So hopefully that's true and this can be good. When I mean, you say I'm... that, do you mean uh-huh. they are more sort of, not outgoing is the sense, but more overt? Or do you mean they have more rounded personalities? 
Uh, they definitely, at least more overt. Okay. We, this project has existed for a year and we basically know nothing about the characters. Uh, great. And they just announced this anime. But like, I, I want to give it a shot. I hope it's good. All right. Even if the first one burned me pretty hard. Well, I mean, you're going to get burnt if you're in the sunshine for too long anyway. Yeah, it's true. I have very sensitive skin. Yeah, me too. That's why we stay inside watch anime. Yeah, when I get sunburned, I get real... Berserk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna try to stop you, but it was too late. Uh, okay, so, y'all know, probably know what Berserk is. It's one of the, it's one of the original big sign-in manga. It's like a huge inspiration. It pretty much kicked off what sign-in means. Or at least action sign-in yeah. series in the modern era. It's hugely influential. It's It, it looks fantastic, or it, it has for the longest time, at least. This guy named Guts with a big sword. Yeah. Um, it's imp- The guy really likes Idolmaster. <laughs> it's influential. It's important. It's good. Uh, it's just, it's good. And it's it's a big deal, which it makes it weird. Its biggest, that, its biggest problem is that it is constantly on hiatus. Yes, it, which is a shame. But that doesn't take away from the fact that that it's it's a good show which makes right. it so sad to see that it keeps getting relegated to 3d garbage because the movies are all like this too right they're not the movies have less 3d than it looks like this show has because this show looks like it's probably about 95 percent cg and then occasionally like a 2d face or a 2d still still image uh okay. and the movies are i'd say maybe like 40 percent cg there's a lot of it in that too but Less of it. And maybe that's worse, actually, because then every time it happens, it's like, oh, we're back to the CG. And now CG is the standard. So in that sense, maybe it's... The CG is really bad. It looks awful. Uh, I don't know. It, it It's it like a lot of people talk about how CG looks weird because they cut it to 24 frames per second like anime is. Yeah. Berserk looks like it's at, like, 12. Yeah, it looks at, like, at a really low frame nothing rate. Nothing looks smooth They do all it. these weird techniques to make it look more like anime, which works sometimes for some shots, but for the most part, it just makes it look like Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. I, I would say worse than that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure, because the, the animation isn't as good, which is sad if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, but it, Berserk but... is just so... It's, it's so good that I want this to succeed, even though also this is going to focus on the first story arc, which is bad. Uh, the first arc of Berserk is very bad in that... Basically, what happens is the first this black swordsman thing. Yes. Okay. Because this hasn't been animated before, right? They always animate the golden They've age or whatever. Always, yeah, the series was the golden age, and the movies were the golden age as well. Okay, but this is so. This is at least technically new ground. Yeah, because the way the show goes is there's the first see uh, the first two arcs, then there's the golden age, which takes place before that, and then it continues roughly where those first two arcs left off. And those first two arcs are like the most edgy, grimdark, impossible-to-take-serious garbage you could ever imagine. And then the rest of the series is trying to justify how they got there, uh, which is an interesting little story thing. And I don't know if that was what he intended from the start, but that's what it turned into, and it's great. Um, But yeah, that first arc is rough, and thinking about how that they're going to do that and also have it be bad animation... I can't wait, and that's why I put it on the watch list. <laughs> the shading on it looks really nice. They do I think the kind cool of like stuff. sketchy line shading. Yeah, the to line it shading. Yeah, is a style to it that 
benefits it, even in 3D. But they don't always do that. Like, based on the PV, they only do that in, like, the dark fight scenes in the forest. And then, or, like, the or like the serious action shots. Yeah, but when you see, for example, the, the, the little girl uh, character, she looks really bad in the PV. Have you, have you seen her? Uh, I don't remember the one you're talking about. The blonde haired girl in the pink it. dress. Or... Oh, right, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Rough man. Also, okay. Here's a weird thing. So the the uh, team working on it. Oh yeah. Uh, has never worked on it before. Yeah. This is their first thing. But also, uh, as the like series director, <laughs> we have the the genius behind uh, TQ. Yeah. I mean, natural progression, right there. I don't. I don't know what happened to get him in that slot, but if TQ is making him popular, all the better for him. I mean, this show looks like it has about the same amount of animation in it. If it were animated like uh, TQ, I'd be much happier. I think, honestly, I would rather see a Berserk animated like TQ than this. But, like, no different no different in the story. Yeah. Story, action, blood, gore, all the same, but and, they're animated like they're on Popsicle And the sticks. same style, like, the proper Berserk style, but yeah, just animated at a very, just a very limited animation. And that's sort of what the original anime was already. So. Is that Naked Fairy? I'm looking through the PV again. Yeah. Uh, it's just... It, this whole thing definitely looks edgy. Yeah, the first arc of, arc of Berserk is ridiculously edgy. And, you know, I like Berserk, and I want it to succeed. Um, and at best, this won't be as bad as it looks right now. And at worst, I'll get, like, a goofy, fun, bad-looking 3D anime of a bad story arc out of it. To go- to to just kind of, like, goof on. Yeah, to laugh at. And Crunchyroll has, like, a big deal going with it. So, if nothing else, you'll be able to watch it. Yay. 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 They're on a roll. Huh. Speaking of rolls, you know what else rolls? What? A Hanabono log. Oh, does it? Well, a log does. Yeah, but is it that kind of log? Maybe it's like a, like a no. captain's log. Yeah. Yeah, I assume it's more like that. So this is a weird thing. Okay, so it, I, it's already aired. Yeah. Uh, first off. This is already aired, but, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's something that I would like to look into, but I don't think, uh, I, it will be possible to. Yeah. Because it, everything's already aired, and I've never seen anything online even hinting at the ability to watch it. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's just um, it's it's a series of two minute shorts based on an illustration book that is supposed to be like kind of sl- uh, slices in time of like couples and families who just live together, and I think that would be charming. Yeah, and I like and the it'd art be short style enough. A lot. Yeah, the art style looks really nice, and it's. It's short enough that, like, you can just tell a very small, quaint story, which I feel like is what it's going for. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately, it just looks like it would be impossible for me to watch. If it exists in any form at some point, I'll totally watch it. Me too. But it just... I don't know. It doesn't look like we'll be able to. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll be looking. I'll be scouring. I'll be I'll be calling all my, uh... I'll be calling all my interns. Keep watching this guy. <laughs> like, hey... Yeah, have you been have you been looking into this? You you know what's going on? But yeah, probably won't be. Damn. <sighs> All right. It's time for the start of the lightning round. That's right. That's where we start talking about things real quick. Real Except quick. for the things I have things to talk no, about. No. You can't. That's not many of them. Okay. Well, you can if you want. So, to. this is the maybe maybe not. This is our C tier. Why did you put something I you can't put something you're going to watch in the C tier. I absolutely can. Yeah, that's against the rules. 
I absolutely can. Christ. And I put Show by Rock short in there. Okay. Show by Rock was alright. It had a weird thing at the end where it added a weird plot. <laughs> How dare I started adding plot and that was the problem. Uh-huh. But, uh, but the music is pretty good. Like, having heard more of the stuff from, like, the game and stuff. Yeah. They, they just hire bands to do their music. That's always a good way to go about it. They have 15, like, different bands that all do music for them. And that's cool. Um, the shorts are basically just, like, uh, highlights of a bunch of bands. Yeah. And presumably not the ones that they've already shown in the original series. Are they going to do the same 3D thing again? I Maybe. I think they're doing some of the 3D, like, just for the performances. And they'll draw the characters out like they did in the anime. Yeah. But, uh... Like, season two got pushed back indefinitely, and this is, like, just a way to be like, hey, check out all the bands that are in our group. So if it's just that, I'm pretty cool with it. Like, that's an easy watch. Okay. And that's that's basically it. So, uh, well, assuming Funny picks it up, that they might not. Yeah. So next up, Tales of Hysteria, the X. Tales of Hysteria, the X, is an anime adaptation of the most recent Tales of game. Which was... Which, it's been a pretty common thing that they've done Tales of anime. Yeah. Um, t- t- Tales of Hysteria is not very good. Uh, the gameplay... I-, I hear it's kind of the messiest story. Yes, because uh, it doesn't... Like, very obviously they pushed this out early for their 10th anniversary thing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, no, because it came out was. way before that. I don't know. But either way, it's just, um, 15th, I think, actually. No, but it was one of their anniversary things. Yeah. Uh, and it was just story was really rough. Uh, it, it, it was very meandering. You play as basically the shepherd to, uh, like, in the metaphorical sense, to a whole group of people. And you don't find out what you're supposed to shepherd them to, or what you're supposed to pr- uh, protect them from until about halfway into the game. But the characters were okay. And uh, if a lot of... And UFOTable always puts out really good-looking stuff. Um, really detailed-looking stuff, especially. Yeah, UFOtable is just fantastic. Yeah. Um... So, I think if maybe with an anime they can fix those problems with the story. Yeah, but I'm not particularly intent on finding out. So unless I drop a lot of my other stuff or I hear good things about this, I probably won't be watching it. But there's always a chance. And I, I want yeah. Tales of Zysteria to be good in some form. And maybe this will be it. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think, like, it, we haven't had a proper anime adaptation since... Abyss? The movie for Vesperia, I guess. The movie for Vesperia was a prequel, though, or yeah. something, wasn't it? Yeah, it guess... wasn't actually the story. It, it's maybe been Symphonia since then? Because Abyss came after that, or before that, right? Uh, They were both on the same console, so I don't know. It's been a while, though. Yeah, it's been si- not since the GameCube era. That we've seen a proper version. So maybe if this is it, Maybe they've found a way to make this story better. Maybe they found a way to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we won't get all the cool customization stuff. We can't just shove sunglasses on every character. Yeah, and we can't give them all weird buzz cuts. Or o- overly large cowboy hats. But you know what? Maybe the story will be alright regardless. Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, next up. Next up. Oh, this is another one for me. Um... Nejimaki Seirei Senki. Why'd you put the Japanese name on here? I specifically gave Tenkyo you the English no name. Alderman. So, Skies of Alderman. Yeah, but this is... So this is... Yeah, that one. Yeah. This is Madhouse's thing this season. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, they're doing some light novel trash. I don't even know if I... 
it, it doesn't look trashy. Is the thing? Uh, no, I it just meant looks bland. I, yeah, I just meant it looked bad. Oh, but I know what you. I know what you mean. Yeah, I should, I, sorry, I should have said light novel garbage. Yeah, it it just looks bland. Yeah, it does. Uh, and the thing, but the thing is, like, I'm such a lame Madhouse fanboy, which I shouldn't be because studios don't really exist anymore. But I just Madhouse still exists, sort of. Sort of. Kiwani still exists. Yeah, well, Madhouse is a, a lot less than Kiwani. Yeah, I think, in a way. But they put out good stuff so often that I, I always want to give them uh, the, the, a shot. And I think of all the, like, crappy, uh, like, superpower high school setting shows there are, Irreg- Irregular at Magic High School is probably my favorite one. So they can make this stuff work <laughs> to a degree. So I don't know. It's just I I just always want to give Madhouse some credit and maybe I I'll watch an episode or I'll hear something good about it. Cause it looks all right. It it definitely looks all right. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. It's it's one that I personally wouldn't put any money on. I'll wait for Madhouse's thing next season. No. But yeah, so that's that's that. That is that. It's like Sky Pirates or something. Yeah. It's but with more of a military edge to it. Like a like a genuine military edge, which yeah. might be its thing. Uh, next up, uh, Danganronpa three, both parts. Yeah, I put it up this way because like maybe if someone just like tells me what the how the story ends, I'll just like listen to them. <laughs> like it's a story that needs a conclusion. Are the two Danganronpa that like tied together so much? The, okay, so there's Danganronpa one. Yeah, which is the game, and they got the anime based right, off right. of it. This is equivalently the anime version of Danganronpa 2 and a sequel to both of those. Okay, so none of it is the story of Danganronpa 3. So No, Danganronpa 3, the game, is not Danganronpa 3, the video game. What is this, Kingdom Hearts? How am I supposed to keep up with all this? Danganronpa 3, the game, is entirely divorced. It has absolutely nothing to do okay. with that story. It's just, I think, a way to milk out the rest of that franchise. Right. So what they're doing is, uh, on two separate days of the week, they're airing the the story of Danganronpa 2 in an anime, uh-huh. and the sequel ending to Danganronpa 1 and 2 as their as its own anime. So it's got two shows going on simultaneously. This is like when they were putting out Final Fantasy 13 and Versus 13 at the same time. But if one of those had been a sequel to... Man... And also, if one of those has come out. Yeah. But it's it's a weird thing, and I honestly, like, Danganronpa has gotten so, like, weird, and I didn't really like the way the second one got, came together. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, maybe I'll just have someone else tell me what happened. Okay. It's, it's a weird series. It's it, yeah, weird. it is. And, it's got, and I feel like it lost a lot of its charm as it became like, oh, we have to write more I say it every time. Oren, Ronan, what have you wrought. <laughs> Next up. Next up. Oh, wait, did you say you were watching this? Oh, hold on. Did I, did I mistakenly put this on the wrong bit? Yes, I did say I was watching this. Oops. Sorry. Sorry, I, I made a mistake going through this. So, this is one Jordan's watching and should be higher up on the list. Yeah. Uh, this is, it is... Uh, Hitorino Shita, the outcast. It's a story about a guy, with, there's zombies in it. It, it honestly doesn't sound that great, <laughs> but the, the, I'm not particularly interested in it. But the reason I want to watch it is because it's based on a manhwa. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. I don't want to watch it either, but it is a manhwa thing, and the studio doing it 
I think is literally just, it's like some kind of Chinese Japanese, um, combo. Okay. That have only done like manhwa stuff. Like they did, um, Chufang B last year, which is also a manhwa thing. Yeah. I really hate that Hmong, the two, the Korean comic and Chinese comic words are basically the same. Yeah, it's difficult. But we, we mean Chinese manhua. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you know, uh, adaptations of that, of Chinese comic books come out very rarely. And this yeah, is- like, uh, I think the only really big note one is, um, Noblesse. Yeah. Which came out, uh, earlier this year or late last year from production IG and it was a single episode thing. Yeah. And this is kind of the first time that I've watched anime as it comes out that one of these is coming out. Uh, so I, I want to watch it most just as a, as a, as a modern curiosity more than anything else. But I think the art looks okay and the premise seems all right enough. So, you know, we'll just see what it's like. It, pl- I feel like with manhwa, they, they play to a particular type. Yeah. They are all sort of this story. Yeah, and they're all they're all usually very exaggerated. Um they remind me of Bollywood movies almost, in that they have they can never relax. They have no chill, if you will. Yeah, so if this is the one they decided to adapt, maybe it is one of the better of this type. Maybe so. So th- I think that's the big curiosity. Yeah. Because they, a lot of the manhwa, both Chinese and Korean, will read like this does. Very heavy edge, magical realism. Have you ever read Jack Frost? No. It was, I think it's Korean. Um, it was published by Dark Horse, and I think it's one of the few oh, really? non-manga uh, Asian things they've ever published. So you'd think it would be like that good stuff, but it's actually really bad. Uh, that's all I had to say about that. It's Jack Frost okay. is not good. So basically, we're looking into this. Yeah, uh, it's a curiosity. I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to watch so it. So I'll let you tell me yeah. what's up. I mean, I could, you know, I know a lot of people out there are tired of, are tired of zombies, uh, but I can I can always go for a good zombie thing. You can do zombies well still. Yeah, it's just easy to phone it in. Yeah, it is. Um, a lot of it is just um, is just either tired or just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't take, uh, take, come at it from an interesting angle. I don't even think that's necessary. Um, it's just, there's something about zombies that just attracts bad creators. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because they're, it's an easy, like, dramatic, edgy sort of thing. Yeah, that could be. Or it's, it's, yeah, it's just an easy target. So it, maybe because it's such a common thing, it is a lot of bad visionaries' first idea. That they go to. Maybe. I don't know. Because it's such a zeitgeist sort of Yeah, thing. exactly. But either Maybe. way, high hopes. Yeah. So back to uh back to things we're not interested in. Yeah. Or I guess it's a maybe, maybe not sort of thing. Okay. Uh the the second season of Arslan Senki. This is just you, right? That put this on the maybe? I I just put this on the maybe because I guess the more I've learned about it, the more I've been sort of intrigued by it. Like the fact that it it's it's like a Persian epic made yeah. into an anime. Like, I didn't know that before. I thought it was just, like, a very kind of rote fantasy, but I didn't know it was such, like, a long-standing sort of thing. It's been around for a long time. I was actually yeah, surprised I, I, when they put I just out hadn't realized. that video game earlier this year. Well, because they made that new anime yeah. version of it. 
Because this came out, I think the original anime came out in like 96? Yeah, it's old. Like the 90s? Yeah. And then they made this reboot sort of thing, and they have the second season, which is only going to be like half a season, really. Oh. But might actually finish the story. But it was just something that's like, if I don't have anything else to watch, I might look into it just because it was such a curiosity. I've read all of Arslan Sankey, and it's uh, it's pretty good. But I don't... Is it pretty good? Yeah. Um, but I don't feel... I don't like it enough to go through it again, I think. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And I guess that's a sort of thing. It's like, I haven't experienced it. Yeah, I think you'll probably have a good Sinking time. just has, has become one of those things like, oh, I didn't know it was based on this thing. And it's like, huh. It's almost like something you have to watch. Is it one of those, is it one of those like, pillars, I guess? Uh, it, it is a little bit, yeah. If only just for how okay. like old it is at this point, even though it's still relevant. Okay, huh. I'll, I'll, yeah, at some point I'll have to look into it then. Yeah. So next up on this list... We have Studi Piero's uh, attempt to reach the boy idol market. Yeah. This is uh, Sukiuta, the animation. Uh, I'll I'll watch any good idol boy idol show. Uh, Are you gonna watch it? If it's good, if I like hear okay. people say, "Wow, this one really rose above the pack," then yeah. So here, so here's the thing about it: it's based on a series of drama CDs, mm-hmm. um, and has two versions. <laughs> yeah. There's the male version, which is being animated, and the female, which is not. What is this, near? <laughs> and it's like, apparently it's just like, uh, it's it's a it's an idol group versus a different idol group in their, like, school, I guess. Yeah. Or whatever equivalent. It's not really a school, but it's like, it's Eastern Japan versus Western Japan. It is as close to a school as they need to get to give it a school setting. Right. And it's weird because the male version is, like, the least interesting based on the description. Uh-huh. Like, the female one is set, like, in space. I mean, shit. <laughs> and it's about using music to guide spiritual energy as goddesses. And then the male one is just, like, it's modern Japan. Oh, okay. So, it's weird, but also, like, this is just, I think, the male version that they're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's boy idol stuff. Maybe it'll be good, maybe not. Maybe, yeah. I, I've... Boy idol stuff, I, I reserve judgment more than, like, female idol stuff, because it's it's a less... Profitable is not the right word, but it, it, the market is definitely not as much there, I yeah, feel. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, I think, speaking of that, we might as well go into the next one, even if it's not the next on the list. Oh, it is! B Project. Koto Ambitious. Which is about a lady who gets hired on by an A&R department of a record company and suddenly has to handle three idol groups. Whoa, wait a minute. I think this might might have been the one that I put on my maybe list, actually. Okay. It 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 feels very... Like, they seem like they're smaller units, but also it feels very Oudapri in its style. Yeah. yeah. Like, the character designs and everything feels very Oudapri. Look at the long arms on that guy at the front of the key art. And also it's done by A1. Yeah. So this is A1's attempt into the market because i don't think they've done another one have they uh no i guess they didn't do it uh, did wasn't they? what was the one where they were all wearing plaid pants uh that's that hasn't come out yet oh, okay. that's um ensemble stars okay that might be a one too but this is so this is a new thing and it's 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 an original project that just feels very like ripped straight from an otome so yeah like Udapri. yeah Ladies surrounded by idols in different groups. Yep. Which, you know, maybe. Maybe. The same same maybe. thing, pretty much. Two for one. Yeah. It's a two for one deal. Like, idols? There's lots of idols there, yeah. this season as well. No kidding. More, the, more so than I think has been in a while, even though it is, like, a thing. Yeah. 
Banania. I don't actually expect this to get picked up by anyone. If it is, I'll give it a curious glance. Uh, I, not me. Uh, the voice actor for the banana cat really gets my goat. You don't like Yuki Kaji? No, I think he's fine, but I don't think he's good for a, a cat banana. I think it should be a way cuter voice. It can't be this, this, this preening kind of like pretty guy voice. But that, that's just, that's just Aaron my- Aaron is the best banana. That's just my percep- uh, perception of that voice. That's how I, that's how that voice- yeah, okay. appears to me. So it, yeah, I love the idea, and I think the art looks cute. But mm. it, I mean, with Crunchy is picking up as many like kids shows as it is, maybe it'll get picked up. I don't know. Yeah, maybe because they've they've definitely been picking up these sort of like weird like shorts. Yeah, designed for kids that you wouldn't expect to you know make it to this market. Yeah, that's that, that's weird. Maybe they are just trying Speaking to stuff for kids. Yeah, Puzzle and Dragons Cross. Puzzle and Dragons Cross. Uh. Puzzle and Dragons is, as far as mobile games meant to drain your wallet go, pretty good. And this is based on the 3DS version of the game, which has a proper story yes. and anime thing to it. And was packaged in with Super Mario. Puzzle and Dragons. Was it? Yeah. It was like a two-pack. Oh, that was the Puzzle and Dragons Z yeah. or whatever. I think so. Or maybe okay. this is a different one. But it's based on a 3DS game. Yeah. Um, uh, based on the mobile game Puzzles and Dragons, yeah. which is like a match three thing. I think I I like I don't know what it is, but I still like silly kid shows meant to sell people stuff, meant to sell people toys. Yeah, but I, I guess this I time I really enjoy kid shows. Yeah, kid shows are great. Yeah, kid shows are good. Uh, I just lo- I just like the silly dramatics over like Beyblades or cards or little toys, or in this case. I, yeah. I guess it's not like that in this case, because they're not trying to sell you... <laughs> in this case, it's literal dragons. Yeah, they're not trying to sell you actual stuff. They're just trying to get you to play the mobile game. They're not playing Puzzles and Dragons. Yeah, which is a bummer. Uh, like, I wish they would actually Instead... just play competitive match three or something. Instead, they're feeding these orbs to their tiny dragon friends to make them fight. Yeah. So it's much more battle spirits, I guess. I just need something to fill the void that uh, Future Car Buddy Fight left. And maybe this will be it. Okay. If someone picks it up, I, this seems like the sort of thing that uh, Crunchyroll would absolutely pick up. Yeah, but I think this is also the sort of thing that someone will fan sub. Like, there has to be someone out there who's knows Japanese yeah, and is in love with look, Puzzles and Dragons. We believe in we believe in legal watching. That will here. always be our first avenue. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Puzzles and Dragons Cross. Speaking of video games, new game. New game. New games of four coma about a girl who joins a game company. She joins the game company, but they think she's a middle schooler because she looks short. And it's like, what? That's one joke. Yeah. How are you getting? What are you doing for the rest of the show? Um, I assume it's going to be a short series. Yeah, I don't think they've announced it, but it looks like it's going to be a shorts. That makes sense. Um, I put this on because I think this could be good, but it's one of those things where. Even if it's good, it probably won't be that good, and there's a good chance that it's going <laughs> to be bad. Mm-hmm. So I don't actually want to watch it, but I, I am interested in it a little bit. Okay. So that's why. Because I don't think they've done much in terms of game dev as, like, a thing. Yeah. They don't do a lot of dev stuff in general. Like, Shirobako was kind of the opening to that in a big way. Yeah, and I don't know if this is, like, games in, like, a traditional sense or more like uh, more like visual novels, but... 
don't know. She's a three D artist. Yeah, so there's three D stuff in visual novels. Yeah. Who knows? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. But either way, last that's one. A new game. Last one on this list. Uh, I think you put it up this high. I did. Uh, cute Earth High School Defense Love Two. It's just called us. It's just a second love. Yeah, it's just love, love. Yeah. Um, it's just tell me why you put this up high enough because I was just putting it down. Not because I still want to like this. I still want this to okay. be good, and maybe this new season yeah. they'll finally actually do something with the concept. Yeah, now that they've gotten, I guess the the like setup out of the way. They got the setup out of the way a lot. And so it's like, I mean, yeah, it's by the Gintama writer, and he's pretty consistently funny. Yeah. So like. You'd hope that this would also be, maybe second season will be better. I have faith in the Sailor Moon boys Yep, being actually good this time. Here's hoping. Not not so much that koala, but the rest of the yeah. guys. The boys. Alright. Now it's the not interested. Let's try to go even faster. Alright. Gotta go fast. I don't think I have as much to say about these. No. I have I have a lot to say about this first one because the premise blows. Yeah, I was really excited about it until I read the yeah, premise. Yeah, right? Uh, me too. Because, like, the art's good, I like studio feel and everything, and then it's like, oh, this is... So this is... The art club has a problem. Yeah. Or its Japanese name, which I don't want to read. This is... <laughs> it's about an art club that, like, only one person in there actually wants to art, which is like, that's fine. They have goofy antics. Love that. Yeah. Love those goofy antics. But the the main dude is really good at drawing, but basically only wants to draw waifus. Yeah. And specifically his waifus. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, as soon as I read that, it's like, mm, mm. That's, that, that's, that's a 60-0 that's a sort of moment. I went the exact same thing. Yeah. I crashed through the windshield from that. Because <laughs> yeah. other characters are like, whatever. Yeah. But also, it's like, if it's that, and also they're going to play up romance in it, it's like, mm, mm. And if that's, if that's going to be, like, your big centerpiece, because it even is in this key art we're looking at. If the key centerpiece yeah. is this and guy... Also in the, and in the PV, it shows at least three shots of him, like, lovingly handcrafting his waifu or whatever. Yeah, like, if that's your A1, not as in the anime, but as in... If that's your best the joke... The steak sauce. Yeah. <laughs> then, that's, then that's not good. That is not a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. What a shame. Next up... Uh, Psyche Kuso no. What? What symbol Psy. is that? It's Psy. Psy. Psy? Psy Non? Okay. Yeah. I didn't remember which one it was. But, um, this one is like this guy has, uh, telepathy and telekinesis, and basically it just gets in the way of his normal life. I'm surprised this is getting like, an anime now because I think the manga for this runs in one of Jump's magazines or used to, but I think it's done. Huh. Yeah. Because first of all, it does not look good. No. PV does not look good. Um, it seems like the the humor is very much like wacky in the worst way. Uh-huh. Yep. And, and there, there's also a part of this where like, it, there's just like a snake dangling from someone's wiener, so oh. you know, you know what? Maybe not. <laughs> this is well, a... he's got pants on, but it's like uh, it's very obvious that like that's oh, the joke. it's supposed to be a weenie joke. This, I only know about this show or knew about it in advance because one of the characters is in Jump Ultimate Star or uh, uh, J Star's Victory Versus, which is one of those. Oh, is it the main guy? Huh? Uh, or is yeah. it the guy with the butt chin? No, it's it's the guy with okay. the pink hair. He's in it. 
Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> that's over with. Yep. Uh, next up is uh, Seven Deadly Sins Two. Yep. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins is a Netflix exclusive, I believe. Oh. Which already hurts it, and that explains why no one's seen it. That's one Deadly Sin, all right. Damn. And then this one is just like a four. It's like a four episode thing. Like it's just an original story for anime. Yeah. I like the Seven Deadly Sins art style. Okay. To an extent, but it's just like, I don't know. It feels very classically shown in all the wrong ways. Yeah, that is a that is a really good way to put it. Yeah, it has it doesn't stand out in any way at all. And it, and it seems very heavy in sort of that '90s fan service and like very goofy action sort of way. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But I I like the style, like the art style. I don't much like that either. So there's that pig. That pig's pretty cool. It's a, yeah, there there is a good pig in there. There are things I like about it, but none of them are the parts that would make me want to watch an anime. Yeah. It's really popular in Japan, apparently. Like, it... it like, really big? Yeah, huh? we're talking, like, top five. Or it was for a while, at least. Huh, dang. Uh, for manga sales, that is. Okay. But yeah. Next up. Real Life. This is the one you were thinking of earlier. This is the one I was... Yeah. Real Life is about a dude who's basically, like... He's down in the dumps. He's basically like a nobody. Uh, he has no friends. He has no job. Uh, his parents are basically funding him to live in like America or like another another country. Yeah. And so he is asked to join a rehabilitation program for uh, basically people like him, like hermits, called yeah. Relife, which is a drug that makes you look younger. And then he goes back to high school to try to fix his mistakes. Sounds lame. Next. He, here's the thing. No. I, I want to say one thing no, about you it. No, you It's fine. Yeah, okay. go ahead. That's not... There is a version of this premise that isn't shitty. Okay. But the fact that it's a drug that only makes you look younger and you're still like a 27-year-old creeping on high schoolers is the real issue. Yeah, that, yeah. that is weirdly if, specific. Like, the t the time travel variant of that in the same way that made the like child romance segments of erased not weird yeah is the version that's acceptable of that and this is the creepy version of it this is, yeah it's that's all i wanted to say yeah like i said so taboo tattoo Ta also sounds bad next it <laughs> <laughs> this is by a a pop is this by a popular author i feel like I've heard this name more than once. I, I have no idea. I just read the premise and was like, this sounds like... Give me like... one second. Okay. It's just about, like, magic the high, the magic middle schoolers, right? Yep. And he gets, like, a tattoo that makes him magic And then or a lady shows up. Right, and she's hot. Yep. No, I was wrong. It's not by anyone important. <laughs> It's by someone who did art for Fate Zero. Oh. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I could have sworn I heard about this somewhere else, but I might be mistaken. Maybe. Maybe I was just thinking, ah, JC staff, they do the things I like sometimes. And not actually thinking of the author. But yeah, so whatever. Whatever. Uh, there's an arms race between America and some Middle Eastern country, and he's got a tattoo to fight it. Anyways. Anyway. Qu uh, Quidalia Qu Code. Quidalia Code. This has got some okay art, actually. Cordelia Code feels like A1's answer to uh, Cabinary existing. Yeah. 
Which is... Because it is an original anime that basically has the same setup. Yeah. Which is weird. Except it's like... That... Yeah. Go ahead. It's not that popular, is it? Kabaneri? Yeah. Oh, it's mega popular. Yeah, okay, I guess, but it, it's um, not... It hasn't been around long enough for it to be established. Yeah, but I, I guess, guess this is also... A, but in the same way this is, that, that, that was Attack on Titan, this is Attack on Titan. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Because it's like... Because, like, child soldiers get put into cryo-sleep and wake up and they have to fight supernatural forces to stop them from getting inside a city. Man, getting to the not interested part of this podcast always just makes me want to die. <laughs> so that's Cordelia Code. Yeah, it makes me want to die. <laughs> Why'd you move, boost this up to not interested? You know the rules. If it's in the garbage tier, that's where it stays. Wait, oh, right. I don't. I think you're putting way too much into this. Survamp, Survamp sucks. I think you're putting way too much into the Survamp yeah, eight, okay, but I'll put it's it not that down bad. There. It's not that bad. I overreacted a okay. little. Okay, so next up is Survamp. Yep. Survamp just looks like a the kind of like shojo battle series you'd see in the nineties, and that's not interesting, I guess. No, and it's also. Not edgy, but... Because you know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, because I read it. Um, oh, okay. It's it's like... Imagine if Twilight was an anime. And that's, okay. that's basically what it is. It, not the same the story, it reads, but it has that same... Okay, it has a similar sense to it. Okay. Yeah, it reads like a... Like a... Black Butler battle manga? Sort of? A little bit. Because it's like he has to fight vampires, but he's got a servant vampire who's also a cat guy. I don't know. Yeah. And that art style is very vindictive, or, um, indicative of a time and place. It, it looks like when you think gross shoujo, that's what Servant looks like. Just art style-wise? Yeah, it looks like every single... Um, it looks like Wolf Girl and the Black Prince. It looks like uh, what, what was the what was the one vampire one that was bad? Blood something? Bloody Lovers? Blood Sea? No, it was last season. I don't know I what think. you're talking about. I don't know, but the point is, it, it's bad. It looks like uh, you know what it reminds me of. Oh, Arts I was is reborn. Ye- no, does it? I, in the main character, I think that it's more pronounced. Yeah, okay. The maybe main, that's just me. Yeah, the main character does look a bit like Reborn. But it, it feels like it comes from that same genre in a way. Yeah, maybe. Just maybe a little more dark. Or at least serious. I'm just mad because there was a time where I was really into this. Oh. And that time's passed. Uh, where's this next one? Oh, I should have... I should have ordered this. Oh, good job. And Virge, uh, some portals open up in Japan, and some teenage girls get superpowers and fight. It's a card game. Oh, is it? Think it's based on a card game. Oh, based. It on is a not card actually game. a card okay. game. I'm sorry, I got a little excited for a second. <laughs> yeah, I know. I read that it's based on a card game. I'm like, but no. Thanks to Silverlink for putting out another thing I won't watch. Appreciate it every time. Um, Alright, so anyways, that, that's over with. Yep. Uh, next up, 
regalia, the three sacred stars. It's like Mecca. It It is like Mecca. It is like Mecca, and there are some girls driving them, and it, it just doesn't look that good, is really the big thing. Like, I'm yeah. not big into Mecca regardless, but also this one in particular just doesn't look like it stands out in any way, good or bad. Didn't this have a different key art at some point? Oh no, Maybe. wait, there's just another anime with basically the same premise going on right now. Yeah. But it's it's just like, whatever. Yeah. Kinda. Agreed. And then, next up, speaking of uh, oh, whatever, sc- scared writers, sex. S- oh. Is it supposed to be scared, or is it supposed to be sacred, or is it supposed to be scarred? I th- scared writers, sex I know, but, sounds bad. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to scared writers, sex, because that sounds great, in my opinion. The alien invader is named Nightfly. Oh no, <laughs> that's good. Yep. Oh, the this the barrier around their world is called scared. Okay, it's about like it's like an Otome game. <laughs> it is literally an Otome game. About the band where the you are a girl the musical who band trains, Odd Eyes. trains some fucking group of six dudes to drive to pilot mech suits or something. Yep. Whatever. It the art style is so bad. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. I agree. Like th- everyone says, like Otome games have a type, and this is like that type, but on a budget. Yeah, except everybody has weird Lupe, or not Lupe, uh, Lupe in the third feet. <laughs> Lupe, Lupe fiasco feet. Yeah, yeah, they all have goofy feet. Whatever, Sacred Rider Zex. Yeah. Uh, next up. Fudanchi Koko Seikatsu. It's about a guy who really likes boys' love. <laughs> that's just one of those that's things it. that that's good for one joke. Thank goodness this is a five minute short, but how many are they gonna be? But yeah, so that's that. Yep. That's it. Yep. Dude, dude likes boys' love. Well, and I guess meets a girl and another guy. Um, this next one, Osmafia. I, I love this one. Osma. <laughs> Oz Mafia. Okay, so here's the thing. As soon as it was announced that it was a short version of it, I was less interested because the story is a stupid sort of like charming that I would uh that I would like at least look into. But you wanted to point out Yeah, okay, so check this out. I'm just gonna read the description straight on. Uh the whole thing. Yeah. Or well the first part. Uh, Fuka is a girl who has lost her memories. While wandering the unfamiliar town she finds herself in, she realizes that she is being chased by someone. One of the uh, one of the mafia syndicates in town called Oz, called the Oz family, saves her after she runs away in fear. In this town, where friendship and conflict are two sides of the same coin, whose hand will Fuka take, and wh- and why does she have no memories? Is the story of the original Oz Mafia, but since it doesn't fit into this format, it's been turned into a school story, and I love that. Fucking rules. That that sounds like a gag you start a gag anime off with, but it's real. See, so Oz Mafia is the Wizard of Oz as an Otome game, but every faction is actually a mafia family. Uh huh. And they've just written that as now they're in school, I guess. Good. And I don't think they even have the girl in it. I think it's just the dudes. They think they wrote out the female insert. But then how character. can it be a harem if there's no one for if there's no sultan? I don't know. So I don't to speak. No. But it's like she's not in the like mini description they give for the actual 
No. Oh, no, it's supposed to be an original story, and I guess it has no girls in it. I kind of like the art style. It's it's Otome, but in a charming way, yeah. Yeah. I I really wish it were just the story of Oz Mafia, because that sounds dumb and fun, but it's this. I mean, that's funny, but I wouldn't watch it. Yeah. Next up is the second season of Active Raid. Some people liked Active Raid. Some people liked Active Raid a lot, which surprised me, because to me it just looked like it was going to be a super generic mech show. Apparently it's like a, it's more tokusatsu. It's, it's definitely more like a, you're, you're common writers, but they have mech suits. Yeah. And they're in the police, which, I mean, that's, that's, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's not my thing. That's more of a premise than a lot of mech shows get. Yeah. It's not my thing, but hey. Uh, next up is Time Travel Girl. I'm not going to read the rest of it. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's based on a book. It's uh it looks like a magical girl sci-fi thing. I'm not. It's got a Stargate, I think. There's no preview for the this. No description either. No description, and uh, who the fuck is Wow World? Yeah, Wow World. <laughs> Welcome. To- oh, they made Speed Grapher. I'm excited. Oh. <laughs> Great. But yeah, it just doesn't. Hmm. Oh, it's based on a book from the '80s. Apparently, that's about it. Oh, that's a long, uh, a long it- time ago. Oh, so it's a girl who goes through history and disco- learns about scientific discoveries and inventions. Specifically, magnetism and electricity. Oh, oh, great! So she's gonna hang out with. Oh wait, never mind. Nikola Tesla, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, "Oh, Tesla really was the real hero. It, Thomas Edison was no. a hack." And then they're gonna be like, <laughs> "Breed with your family," and that's gonna be his catchphrase. I don't know. <laughs> something, something <laughs> eugenics. And then it, and then it turns into a tie-in with that dating sim where you date Tesla in the modern world. Oh. <laughs> Did you play that? No. Okay. I, no, I'm playing a different, terrible one about historical literary figures. All right. Well, I'm glad you're having a good time. Okay. So next, last, no, not the last. Yes, the last yes. one on this list is uh, Grappy and Rodeo second season. I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah, I didn't even. It know. looks. It looks like a variety show <laughs> as an as an anime. I love the name, so I hate that it doesn't look more interesting. Yeah, it just kind of looks like a two-minute variety sort of thing. Yeah, by Pi. I realize we skipped one, but it works well into this this setting as well. Yeah. Which is Maho Shoujo Naria Girls. And the only reason I have any interest in this plaid-ass Magical Girls series that's like fourth wall breaking Uh is because the studio who does it has literally only made anime where they just like basically just, like, hand a, a set of guidelines to the voice actresses and then just have them, like, freestyle and improv. Apparently this is like that, too, from what I understand. Yeah, which is which is weird. So Studio Bouncy has literally just put out, like, three anime so far where it's just some voice actresses, like, improv and shoot the shit and just talk about whatever with, like, a very loose guideline on what they say. And it's like... That's interesting conceptually, and I don't know if that would ever turn out good. Yeah. Yeah. Is the thing. I've seen one of the other ones, and it was okay, I guess. Was that the Tessa Gurray yes. thing? Yeah. Okay. A lot of other isn't that like also that. part... Isn't, isn't part of that series that you just, like, actually just talk about what it's like to voice act? A little bit, yeah. Like some of the spin-off ones are? Yeah. Man, what a weird it's, studio that has basically done just this exclusively. I mean, hey, it's a concept. And also a Transformers anime. Oh. Well, sometimes you just gotta get those checks. 
Right. So now we're to the poo-poo garbage tier. These are the things that are objectively bad. Yeah, first, Servamp. <laughs> no! no I like. Not Servamp. First up is Maso Gakuen HXH. It's, uh, it's the booby show of this season. This, there, this is such a booby show. Like, holy cow. This guy, this guy rubs boobies to power up ladies in mech suits. <laughs> That's it. I'm surprised Crunchyroll That's... hasn't lined up to get this one yet. Cause it seems... You mean funny. No. Well, either, this really. Could be a funny I'm show. surprised they're not fighting over this one. Or maybe they are, and that's why I, they might be. Yeah. In the background, they might be, like, at each other's throats to get this show. Maybe, yeah. And for good reason. I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't you want that? Yeah, but <clears throat> as far as... I can't wait. Well, no matter who it is, the forums will be full of people mad that it's censored. Yeah. But yeah, so this, this premise is bad, and uh, this anime is probably also bad. I guess you could say it really rubs me the wrong way. Damn, you're right, though. I am. What's next? <sighs> Anything else? Yeah. Uh, Hatsukoi ah, Monster. shit, no, can we uh, go back to the booby rub? <laughs> Hatsukoi Monster is about a, a high school girl who almost gets hit by a truck and is saved. And it turns out that her savior... So she falls head over heels over her savior. Turns out the savior's not only the child of, their, of her landlord in high school, but also is a fifth grader. Yeah, which I basically refuse to believe based on this artwork. This is a, I think yeah, this it, is a faulty I thought, premise. I I knew that this was the premise but didn't know which direction it went. I thought the lady was supposed to be the fifth grader. Oh yeah, yeah, that would make more sense. And I mean it wouldn't be it would literally I think be worse in that case. Yeah. Well But this is already deplorable. It is, yeah. I think the funny thing is that you would put this on some other part of the list because you hadn't read the description or whatever. Yeah, I didn't. Fi- I didn't. I, no, did, this I, is bad. I didn't care to read all the way to the end because it's the very last thing on the description. Yeah, the last thing is oh, it's the fifth grader. Yep. Thanks, Studio Dean. Yep. Thanks to Yen Press for bringing the manga to the West. Oh, did they do that? Yeah, uh, well, at the bottom it says that the source for this all is Yen Press, so I would assume so. Huh. Yen Press also brought over a lot of Yuri stuff recently, which is interesting, and, like, the good stuff, apparently. Oh, okay, cool. Not the, uh, not, like, the gross stuff. Yeah. Like, the one based on that, um, what visual novel was it on Steam? Uh, Kindred Spirits on the Roof. Oh, okay, damn. Yeah, like, the manga version of that. Yeah, so that's cool. Not cool. Fate Caliad Season 3. Yeah, no, it's Season 4, even though it's called 3 Rise. It's, oh, I thought it was, no, no, because the other one was, like, a spinoff or whatever. It's the fourth... Uh, yeah, this it's like uh, it's it's the it's the lolly variant of, of fate. Uh, I hate that you said that, but it's true. But it's true. It is true. Look, it had to be said. Someone had to say it. Uh, but it's also Yuri, <laughs> and it was me. Yeah, but not the good kind. No, but the 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 what? uh the word escapes me right now. The exploitative Pandering. kind. Yeah. yeah. Next, Momo Curry. I didn't have this. On the poo poo garbage, but I understand why you put it there. Uh, I have it on the poo poo garbage because at first, like when I read it, when I, I watched the preview first, PV, yeah, and I was like, this looks okay. I might just watch it. And then I read the description, and I got about halfway <laughs> down, and I was like, good enough. And then I got to the part where it's like, oh, this girl is literally she's literally his stalker. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's bad. Actually, don't do that. Have you considered? Not calling that a romance series. So, okay. So, it, also, first of all, they look like they're in middle school. They, they look Mayuika. Yeah. And 
that's, I mean, that's not a problem. You can romance whatever, but th- this is a very early teaching of like, oh, maybe stalking is okay, and it's not. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't stalk people. Don't stalk people. If you learn anything from this episode that isn't about anime, don't stalk people. Yep. Also, South Park isn't an anime. Yeah. Also learn that from this episode. Those are equally important lessons that will take you far in life. That's true. So that's Momo Curry. Uh, here's the thing. It already got web broadcast. This is the TV version Uh-oh. now. Like, they literally already made this anime, and now they're just going to put it on TV. Well, that's a shame. Like, you got to do something with that time slot. Yeah, that's true. Here's the thing, too. This reads like the sort of thing that shouldn't have 13 episodes of 24 minutes. Yeah, I... Maybe it's... Uh, maybe it's a subversion. There are definitely premises that read like shorts. That reads like a short. That reads like a short, yeah. Maybe they try to, like, take it and actually play it at face value and show that this is bad. And maybe she'll be better at the end. No? They don't do that. Next up. Next up. Shokugeki no Soma, season two. Yeah. (sighs) You know how much I hate this I hear the fan service cut down. After the first couple episodes, like, it's a really bad opening, but I that, I don't trust that. Yeah. Um, I, you know, even beyond that, I hate this series from a conceptual standpoint, because it is it is a manga, it's based on a manga, but it takes my least favorite light novel structure, which is main character who is already amazing at everything who wants to do, but is put into a situation... Goes to school. Goes to school and is put into a situation where, for whatever reason, usually these reasons don't make sense, he has to prove himself. So even though he is a baller, he is the best, he still gets to play the underdog role at the same time, and I hate that. That is so... That is that is hack writing. It should have been Iron Chef Yakutate Japan combo. Yeah. That's what it reads like, and it should have been that, and it's not. Food Wars is just bad. Get it out of here. Why couldn't it have been the exact thing I just said? Yeah, I would. I would like that more. Why can't we just? Why can't we just get more Yakutate Japan? Why can't we get the Yakutate Japan guy to write a legitimate like Iron Chef? Is he even doing anything anymore? I, don't I think know. he might be dead. Actually. Oh wait, seriously? Uh, maybe. Oh, shit. Um, I may have to cut this whole segment. Oh out. no, let's find out. I'm, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up because I'm gonna feel bad now. <laughs> I'm like, what is that guy doing? He's still alive. He's making a show called King of Neat, so he can also go to hell. What? Like neat, like not in employment, education, or training? Yes. Okay. I don't see that. That is according to... Oh, there it is. The King of Neat. I found it. The King of Neat. Oh, it's a sequel to another thing he did. Okay. Yeah. No, that's finished too. That's over. So I guess he died artistically. (laughs) He had Yakutate Japan in him. And Super Yo-Yo. And that Super Yo-Yo show. That was pretty good. Oh, well. Anyway, let's talk about the fart anime. <laughs> <laughs> this is not poo garbage because it's literally poo Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a show about a, 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 a literal, like, talking fart that <laughs> helps solve problems. He is... Goru is the most admirable of farts. Yeah, what a great... What a great fart. It doesn't look good. No, let's let's put that out there right good. now. The animation is really bad. Yeah. The art, the style, art style is disgusting. Yeah. I and mean... I'm watching the I'm watching the PV to count the 10 seconds of this kid shoving his fingers into a guy's butthole to get this fart <laughs> out. 
literally like 10 seconds of him and then he talks to this fart it's just a fart uh, man this sounds like the worst Bubba Bo spinoff of all time it just looks so gross and bad and not like oh it's gross because it's a fart gross is in like the art style is really bad this is juvenile and terrible uh, why do we have to end it on the fart anime because you know what it made us laugh yeah uh, Rene season two is happening too. I hear that's pretty good. Not really my thing though. What is Rene season two? Rene? Yeah, Rene. R I N dash N E. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I think that might be continuing on. I'm pretty sure it started last season. Oh, is that right? Well, yeah, right. and that's just the, the Rene's just the um, the Ranma one half person, right? Yeah. Yeah, and this like. I'm I'm glad that she gets to just keep making basically the same style of story. Yeah. Because she's pretty good at it, and, like, just it being modernized, like, in terms of quality, is nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. I think I talked about this with Future Friend last time, but, like, the fact that these sort of, like, throwback sort of shows, or, like, even old shows that get new adaptations, like, um, oh, what's, what's just finishing up? Ushi and Tora. Ushio and Tora. Uh-huh. Like, the fact that that gets to exist and be finished in, in a modern sensibility is, like, nice. Yeah. And Hunter x Hunter, I think too. it's charming. Yeah. I mean, that's on hiatus again. But... Yeah. The anime finished. Has anyone has anyone taken, like, a, a like a, the figures to figure out whether or not that has been on hiatus longer than Berserk has? Uh, it has been, relatively speaking, it has been on hiatus more. Okay. But I think because Berserk has been running way longer, it has been on hiatus. Probably oh, in total, in terms of numbers, it's probably. Yes. Okay. Well, that's all the anime next season. Yep. Poof. That's a lot. That is a lot. And we're excited for some of it, even the stuff we're not watching. Yeah. Not excited for the fart anime, though. <laughs> right. Anyways. Um. Yeah, no, I think this season... I mean, like all seasons, I'd say that this one has a lot of potential. Um, I don't think it has as many, like, immediate standouts. Yeah, I think... I don't know how much potential this one has, because it feels like there's a lot of anime that could be good. But I don't feel like there's any anime that is going to be great. Maybe. But it can't it like, can yeah, always be definitely, like that. Definitely in terms of, like, if things that excel, maybe we won't see that. Yeah. But I think there are enough shows here that we could have a solid lineup. Yeah, totally. And I mean, they can... And I think I say this every season, but it's like, this one, more so than others, there's nothing exactly standout. Yeah. Well, the fart anime stands out. Yeah, but it's like, nothing at the top of the very interested list, I think, is something where we're like, oh, absolutely, this is going to be good. Yeah, no, none of that. It's just, this this shows a significant potential. Yeah. So it's like a gamble. It's like a Russian roulette, but instead of it, instead of with bullets, but not Russian. Yeah, it's Japanese. It's Japanese roulette, and instead of bullets, is just bad anime. And right. it's like five. It and, can and, happen anyway. And five of the chambers are loaded, and one of them is empty instead of the other way around. It could happen to you. You could find a bad anime. Yeah, be careful out there, kids. Careful, they're everywhere. Don't step into the van if the man tells you that he has anime in the back. Right. Well, have him tell you what anime yeah. first. If he tells you... If he says Dendrite, maybe don't. If he tells you Death Parade, then he's good people. If he says Bakuan, run. Yeah. Well, that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of going, it's about time for us to go. Oh, I thought you were going to say we're going to watch Hikari no Go. Well, we could do that too. Do you want to record that? I mean, we could just... 
we could record that as a bonus episode, just us watching it and rega- reacting occasionally. <laughs> well, there's not much to react to that show, so it would just be silence. <laughs> Occasional, like, <laughs> opening up a bottle to drink. Uh, do you want to do you want to do anything before we go? Like, just say, oh, this is this is what I'm considering top contender for the best anime this season, or anything. Chiodanchi is what I want to be good the most. Okay. Uh, and that, that is as close to a top anime as you're gonna get. All right. From me this season. What about you? Um, in terms of things where I'm going and just being like, I really hope this is good. I think all the sports. I think this is a good season for sports. Yeah. Because I feel like all three of these series are handling it in a very different way. Yeah, definitely. So my hope is that out of those three, at least two of them are good. I hope so, too. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it's like, I want I want this to be the season where more of the premises where I go, that seems cool, at least deliver. Even if I don't finish watching them, I want them to deliver on it rather than failing to live up to a premise that sounds interesting. Yeah. Like Orange, for example. Orange as a premise is so open-ended. Yeah. That it could go anywhere, but I want it to live up to to a premise of some, you know, a slight mystery going on while also dealing with the school stuff. Because more often than not, anime that leaves its premise open from the beginning doesn't stick the landing. Right. And Orange is, I think, the biggest case of that in this. And hopefully this season's... Yeah, Myrika. But hopefully this season will be different. Yeah. I mean, that's always the hope, is that we hope that something different happens. Yeah, the hope is always that anime is gonna finally be good. I mean, it is good. Yeah, but could be better. If it gets better. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe Grappy and Rodeo will come to the West and we'll understand it's why anime. it's important that this comes over. Yeah. So. So. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. I think we're good. Yep. Yeah. Better than good. I've been Chorp And I've been Jordan. And this episode is in honor of Future Friend. Who's spending the rest of his life in a Spanish prison. Rest in peace. Eventually. Next time, we'll talk about the spring season. We'll review it. Yeah. Like on some sort of a review show. Yeah, we're going to view it again. Yeah, we'll talk about what we stuck with, what we didn't, the things that captured us, and the things that pushed us right the fuck away. The things that captured Future Fan was the police. Yeah, that's messed up. So we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.